the jumping continue? You should still be jumping. I mean, who's not jumping right now? <laughs> I wonder if I could actually rap the words to the to the intro music, Baba Joe. To get out your seat and jump around. Jump, 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 jump. Ah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. What y'all doing? We're live. Welcome in. Here we go. Talking Trek is on the air. Whether you listen here in Discord, whether you're listening in iHeartRadio, whether you are tuned in on iTunes, Amazon Alexa, Google Podcast, and so many others, welcome in. I am your host, Ultimate DJs, and I would like to welcome you in to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Let's see who is in our live studio audience here today. In the traditional Talking Trek server sound off, 7 of 9 kicking us off today on 146. Hunter on 28. What's up, Raging Ginger on server 31. Jerry Ryan on 146. Bernard, server 28. Jayberg, 32. Chaos on 26. James Bond on 35. Noon Whistle, server 29. What's that? Dirty Bird on server 15. What's up, Jazzmeister on server 167. But will it be? 167 for much longer, Bubba Joe. <laughs> Server merges. Another round coming exclusively for the EU servers. Details coming up within this podcast. Dragon Keeper on 52 and 34. A Beglin on 32. Thank you, Gopher on Server 130. Liam on 150. Halatron, Server 21. What's up? LA Ravager. Server 44. Rajal Gula, 138. A 13 on Server 21. Borg, 104. Server 16. Tosh on European 169. Crazy Chicken. Server 26. What's up? Sherlock Holmes on 27. Tabby Moses, Server 20. Orion Pax on Server 15. Anika on Server 130. Thank you. Lord Javas on server 24. Zakara 136. Patron St. Nick on server 10. Divine on server 164. Gator on server 28. What's up? Good afternoon to you. Best Man on server 146. Ronnie James on 35. Uh, LT. What's up? Server 31. Thank you. Fuzzy Games. Server 36 into his. He capped the planet on 167. Super Jesse on server 36. Distressed Alien on server 60. Magic Monkey on server 159. Thorn on 15. Quackfu 31. The Professor on server 200. K92 on 57. Morrow on 131. IJ <laughs> accusing moi of stealing board probes on server 15. I will have you know, Mr. IJ. Bubba Joe, I don't think that I have actually stolen a board probe from another player in it's got to be close to a year i mean truthfully it's probably been a year ij i don't know what you're talking about i i would like to would like to is this semantics uh i don't know do am i stealing something else well (laughs) i mean i mean do you you view it do you do you actually view it as stealing if they're over cargo no not at all here's the thing (laughs) you remember that big country when i joined his alliance he strictly forbid it (laughs) he said nope Nope, can't do that, DJs. All right, he wasn't uh, he wasn't feeling it. He asked me to not partake of such criminal behavior. Uh, <laughs> so, so I haven't done it in a long time. Now I'm I'm actually well. You guys know, uh, sad day. Big country has retired from the game, so uh, he is no longer my admiral. But Bubba, I've really not gotten back into picking it back up. I should, I should. 
It would save me a lot of time, but I, uh, I, I haven't yet. Maybe that's to, to, to come soon, IJ, perhaps. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. 135 additional server sound off messages and wowzers, Bubba Joe, 308 folks in our live studio audience. Up oh, 307. <laughs> Somebody was like, he's, he's stealing board probes. I'm out. I'm out. I'm leaving. I do not support such behavior. All right. <laughs> he, he was just he was just trying to figure out if we've gotten past the stupid news yet. Uh, not quite. Uh, as a matter of fact, we can jump into that very quickly if you'd like. I do have it, Bubba Joe. Let's get it. Stupid time. news. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome in to the stupid news. 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 Yeah, we got news for you, baby. News. Yes, we do. News. <laughs> Holding steady. Holding steady at 308, Papa Joe. <laughs> oh, good afternoon. Welcome in. Man, that's a good studio audience. Thank you guys all for being here. We might have to give something away today, Papa Joe. I don't know. Is that why people tune in? They want something. They want some goodies. We got goodies for you. We'll do it. Police are on the hunt for a driver seen in a viral video jumping a Tesla over a hill and crashing it into two parked cars, Papa Joe. Have you guys seen this video? Police say they want to find the man. And uh, thank him for being the least obnoxious uh, Tesla driver in history. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I got to be honest with you. I have. I've always been an Elon fan, Bubba Joe. I really have. But like he's cranked it up to 11 for me over like the last 30 to 45 days. Really has. You know, like kind of I'm kind of a bigger Elon fan than I was. Not that may be partially because. I now have my Starlink mostly up and running. Bubba Joe, I had somebody come over today to put it on. Is that it? Is that the video? No, that's not the video. Somebody somebody showed something. I was like, ooh, is that it? I haven't seen the video yet. Uh, but apparently the driver has actually been connected to an actual TikTok handle, Bubba Joe. Police say he's been using the car crash to get attention on social media. Basically, same kind of thing Kim Kardashian is doing with Pete Davidson. So. <laughs> uh, speaking of Pete Davidson, uh, where he canceled. Here it is. Bubba Joe, he canceled his trip to outer space. He had a seat. He had a ticket for Blue Origin's uh, flight to space. You know, uh, what is it? Uh, Jeff Bezos and, and the Amazon rockets or yep. whatever. He canceled his trip. Pete says he thought about it a little while uh, while he was smoking some weed. Bubba Joe and realized he could get even higher sitting right on his couch. So he was he was fine not to go. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? Ooh, a Florida man. A Florida man. Florida news, everybody. Florida man was arrested after he called police, Bubba Joe, asking them to please come to his house and test his meth to make sure that he hadn't been tricked into buying bath salts. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to test it. Yeah, he wanted. So uh, you don't know. He wanted to test, uh, uh, you know, authenticity. Uh, listen, in fairness, it's a little understandable. I get tricked into buying bath salts every time I go to Bath and Body Works. All right, so listen, you might have wanted to check it out just to be, <clears throat> just to be. I don't mean to buy bath salts at Bath and Body Works. It's just, it's just what happens. A new report claims that the former finance minister of, of uh, Afghanistan, Bubba Joe, international news now, is now working as an Uber driver in Washington, D.C. This is real news, folks. He was the former finance minister of Afghanistan while their government was in place, Bubba Joe, and escaped after, you know, everything kind of went to heck over there and is now driving for Uber. 
in Washington, D.C. And after living in one of the most dangerous regions, uh, regions in the entire world, Bubba Joe, he's actually ready to go back to Afghanistan, he said. <laughs> That's good. In a new move, uh, new, <laughs> thank you. In a new interview, Sandra Bullock reveals that she's embarrassed, uh, Ripper, embarrassed that she agreed to star in Speed 2. Fans say Sandra has no reason to feel embarrassed because nobody saw the movie anyway. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a Speed 2. Is that a, is that a thing? Did it do badly? Was it a bad movie? I guess so. Nobody watched it. I didn't know it was a thing either. I didn't know. Uh, an OnlyFans model uh, has been quoted as saying that she continued to service her community, folks, by taking nude photos of herself for her followers while she was having brain surgery, Bubba Joe. <laughs> yes, she was having brain surgery and continued to post nude photos. Her fans say that's not exactly what they meant when they asked her to take her top off, Bubba Joe. I <laughs> need get it at the top of her head. You get it like skullcap. Uh, Russian, Russian President Vladimir Putin is in the news and uh, was worn a scene wearing a, a $13,000 jacket to his rally on Friday, along with an $800 watch and a $600 pair of shoes. Baba Joe, people say Putin has been insensitive to the economic suffering in his country, but it doesn't seem to be uh, affecting him in the polls. Putin is projected to win his next election by uh, uh, with about 270% of the popular vote, Baba Joe. So that is, <laughs> that is in the news there. Uh, lastly, finally here, folks, the Mari Povich show is ending it's run on television, Bubba Joe, after 30 years in the daytime primetime slot. They told Maury after a DNA test that he is, in fact, not the host of next season's show. Uh, with no more Maury to watch, millions of Americans will now have to find a new way to raise their self-esteem, Bubba Joe. You know, there was there, I had contemplated a child support joke here and, and decided to go a different direction, Bubba Joe. I'm still halfway wondering if I should have gone there. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I decided I, I didn't not realize, to. I didn't realize Maury was still relevant. Uh, oh my gosh! I mean, listen, if you're a daytime soap watcher, this leads right into the daytime soaps. Okay, not that I know. I'm not a daytime soap watcher, but uh, I, I listen. There's not a whole lot on during the day. So, Bubba Joe, like at work, we've got a TV in the waiting room, right? Well, I'm walking in and out of my office or this or that or with customers or whatever, but the TV's always on. It literally, like, always, like, right the middle of the day, that's all there is. Talk shows. That's it. You got nothing else. You got The Price is Right, which we, which we, we you know, we may or may not get in on that action once in a while, Bubba Joe. If it's a slow day, you know. No! What are you doing? It's a four! It's a four! And then she picks a three. And she loses. And, you know, we're like, hey, we told you. We know the price of that new car, Bubba Joe. All right? Like, listen, that is my bag right there. If I got to go on, it would be my luck, Bubba Joe, that they would not ask us to price a new car, and then I would be out. You know, they'd be like, hey, why don't you price this new washer and dryer? And I'd be like, I'd lose. <laughs> you asked me about a new car. I'm in on that. I got that, Bubba Joe. Uh, just take MSRP and add $20,000 to whatever it is. 
right? That is, that's today's retail price. Uh, okay, Snake Eyes is rushing me along. Bubba Joe, we do actually have a lot to get to in a relatively short period of time today. Uh, from this point right here, Bubba Joe, we have precisely 120 minutes, all right? Two hours from right now to knock everything out because I got started late. My Starlink is up on the house. How about this? Little bit miffed about this. Captain Bull, Captain Bull, listen. I did not realize, I really kind of expected this to be kind of a plug and play thing, Bubba Joe. All right. So I get it all set up. I got the wiring and everything done and I get this message in my app. Okay. Starlink will, uh, is still collecting data on obstructions. First of all, I live on a mountain. There are zero obstructions. It's mounted now on my roof. There are zero obstructions, but it's going to take 12 hours, Bubba Joe. Well, you know, DJ, they have to make sure that's, you know, there are places that do have quite a few obstructions. Well, right. Stop complaining. Just because you didn't inform yourself before properly, that's not... It's space debris. Is that what it's checking for? Is it checking for space junk? All right. I I mean, I really did think that it was going to be plug and play. Like, I just plug it in and it would start working. That apparently is not the case. So I guess I'll actually get to use it tomorrow, Bubba Joe. But I, that's why I was a little bit late today because the guy was on the roof and, and wanted to, you know, uh, hook it up. And I was like, ooh, I, I want to test it. I didn't get to test it. <laughs> so, um, come, uh, come on, Tucker. We all mm. know DJ didn't, didn't properly prepare for any of the Starlink stuff. Oh, absolutely not. It's not a secret. No, no, I prepared for nothing. I'm sorry if that came off uh, not the way I intended. As a matter of fact, I, I, I owe you know. I owe a debt of gratitude, Bubba Joe, to the to my my contractor. All right, the guy I've got a guy that comes out here. He's doing he's always doing work. I got work for him. I got work for him for days. He could work for me full time, and, and he would he would be employed. I just can't afford it. But he was out here today, and Ripper, I told you that I was going to have to order that that extra mount like the, the wall mount and then the extra super long cable because what did they send? 50 foot. And then I, I had to, I thought I was going to have to order 150 foot and then the ethernet adapter and all this stuff. All right. Well, he was like, oh no, dude, I can put it right here and we can use the cable you got. And you know, you don't need a different mast. You know, I can, I can set all this stuff up. So he saved me, he saved me 150 bucks, Bubba Joe, because I canceled that Starlink order. And then I just ordered the ethernet adapter, which was 20 bucks. Unfortunately, it's not going to ship until May. So, so I've got to keep both internet services, you know, because I need internet out here in the studio and I've got no Ethernet port for my extender system. You know, I, I hate to be that guy, but, you know, that was avoidable. I, I understand. Well, was it? Because I don't know that you could actually order accessories until you ordered your kit. I don't think I could have just gone into I'm the store pretty, and ordered. I'm pretty sure you can order them uh, together. Well, I did not because I did no prep, <laughs> no homework whatsoever. As a matter of fact, when I got the kit, I was disappointed that I actually had to buy accessories to mount it because I wasn't expecting to have to do all that. Bubba Joe, I was, I was quite distraught. I was very excited about hooking up my Starlight. And now even still, it's up and I got to wait 12 more hours. Uh, anywho. Uh, and also, you know, it would have been quicker to just move to my shed. <laughs> I somehow doubt picking up my family, finding a new job, uh, taking all of my garbage and moving it halfway across the world into a shed uh, ripper probably would not have been uh, a, a step in the right direction for my choice of lifestyle. On the other hand, we could have really nice hey, been real life besties. 
All right? Like, I mean, for real, I would have very much enjoyed that. I would have gotten Ripper out of the house. We would have gone bowling. We would have gone roller skating. Can you have an ice skating place over there, Ripper? Because you love Christmas. So there's got to be an ice skating place. We could go ice skating. Well, I'll, I'll make you cookies. Yeah, yeah, ice skating, yes. Yeah, I'll, I can make cookies. I can make real good I'm cookies. Good, oh, guys, I'm great in the kitchen. I made this keto lasagna the other day. Oh, man. So good, Bubba Joe. I made lasagna noodles out of eggs and cheese. It was fantastic. I think I took a picture somewhere. Anyway, whatever. We'll get back to it. Listen. I didn't say <laughs> never mind. Hang on, Bob. Today, yeah, listen, this is. I didn't. Bob says, wait a second. I'm a first-time listener. I was under the impression this was supposed to be about Star Trek. You know, it is, but I, I just got to get it out of my system. I, <laughs> Bubba Joe calling me out. First-time listener calling me out. Okay, let's get down to business, everybody. <laughs> It is supposed to be about Star Trek. It's just sometimes I get, you know, I get a little bit rambly. I'm fluffing you, Bob. You want to know why we spend two hours not talking about Star Trek? <laughs> this is how we spend two hours not talking about Star Trek. I know. Yeah, All right, pocket change one Star Trek, too. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, pocket change. The checks in the mail, guys. Thank you. <laughs> pocket change to <laughs> Star Trek, please. Okay. Uh, let's get into it. All right. Bubba Joe, first thing I want to do very quickly... I want to uh, let's get into Rom. All right. If you guys have not listened to the last show, the last episode, you kind of need to go back and listen to it. Now, in fairness, Bubba Joe, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a preface here. Ripper was not on the show um, because it was a late show that night. Bubba Joe it was a late show Sunday night. So Jesse decided that he was going to stand in for Ripper. All right. As it turns out, that was the most awfulest idea we've ever had. Okay, <laughs> it was actually I'm teasing Jesse. I think you did really, really good. Um, and and the so, reason he yeah, I do, and I'll tell you why, Bubba Joe. Ripper was very distraught. First of all, he's on record. He says that he doesn't typically listen to the show. If he's here, then he you know is here. He participates, but he never goes back and listens. All right. Well, I told him. I said, listen, I feel like you. What was that? What is that? Nice. Oh, I see it. Ooh, error message. I told him, Bubba Joe, he probably should go back and listen to the last show so that he could get up to speed and be able to counter or agree or enforce or disagree or whatever to Jesse's hypothesis. Now, Bubba Joe, the reason that I thought it was a good show, the reason I thought it was a great show, and, and I, Jesse, I had your back on this, even in chat the other night when we were just hanging out in voice. I said, listen, this is the scientific method. Right? Listen, while Jesse is not the best at communicating with words that form coherent sentences, he did present a couple of theories, Bubba Joe. And as it turns out, live while we were on the show, we were able to examine a couple of these theories, dismiss one or two of them, and then set ourselves up for a couple of more that we could test after the show. Jesse did a good thing regarding the scientific method in which we we laid out hypotheses. Ripper said it was garbage. <laughs> Ripper said that was such a trash show. Not just against you, Jesse. Uh, me too. He said that we should have never aired it. <laughs> said that it was the biggest, most disinformation-riddled show that we've ever done. Ripper because there was there was nothing of substance there was no proof no actually coherent theory whatsoever <laughs> there jumping a... between five different topics <laughs> in a in a span of i don't know half a sentence each that was all so, jesse no. that was jesse <laughs> just 
No. Also, just for the record, I didn't. I I listened to it and I didn't. It, it didn't provide me with anything that I didn't already <laughs> knew or, or new new things I wanted to test. So, as you know, much as much information as we present on this show, Bubba Joe, as much communication as we provide back and forth to Scopely HQ, there is still a form of entertainment here. Zero says, I laughed so hard. Snake Eyes says, I threw up while listening to it. I'm going to assume that's because he was laughing so hard, Bubba Joe. All right. Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry. If you guys find it find it funny, entertaining, that's fine. I, I, I just got annoyed. He did. Listening he, to it. As as it turns out, I, Friday no, night. I'm 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 an honest person. I I got annoyed listening to it. <laughs> I'm sure you weren't alone. I'm sure other people got annoyed too. On he the was other trying hand, to correct the recording. On the other hand, there is this private message, Bubba Joe, from Sir Tail of Crazy Bunch. Look, man, as silly as it is, I actually had a really terrible day. My flight got canceled. I had to drive home 90 minutes, turn around to catch another flight after only three hours of sleep. Your podcast made my night. Not that I should get so much enjoyment out of misery and discombobulation, but it did, in fact, keep me from strangling anyone. See, we do good work here, Bubba Joe. <laughs> he did not commit second-degree murder because of our show. All right, so that was you a saved a life, DJ. I did, in fact, save a life. Now, let's get into what the debate was all about, Bubba Joe. Rom seemed to be violating the rules of the game, or... Maybe more so, we just didn't know what rules were supposed to be in effect here, Bubba Joe. As a matter of fact, there is a rounding mechanic here that, at first glance, did seem weird. As a matter of fact, even in our Arcfall video, I gave you guys my projections on a Tier 1 ROM on a pylum. That was incorrect. All right? And while Jesse does have trouble speaking in with words, I think... Do you get nervous on the on the stage, Jesse? Like when we're actually taping? Because when we're just hanging out, you're pretty you're pretty okay. But like when Ripper's right, when we tried to get you to talk on the stage, like you you froze, you you froze up like Elsa, man. Like there, there was nothing. No, it's nothing. it's because I it's because I have more going on in my head, and I'm uh, trying to pick those, out the pieces. One of those super genius the, things. Got you. Well, yeah, here's, sure. Here's the thing, Rip. <laughs> Jesse ended up being a little bit right, even if it was for the wrong reasons, okay? So let's back up, and let's start with the ROM Captain's Maneuver, Ripper. We're going to bring in Criminal Ripper from Ripper's Corner. Visit his website at stfc.space, where you can find not, all things. You know, that's up to you. <laughs> or not, all right? Where you can find all things about the game, all right? And Rip, let's start with the Captain's Maneuver. For those just joining us, or maybe joining us for the first time, thank you guys. Let's take a look at the ROM Captain's Maneuver. Open up your games with me, uh, or stfc.space, and we will read the Captain's Maneuver. Decline their generosity, Bubba Joe. When attacking a station, ROM delays opponent's ship and defense platform weapon fire for one round. Now, this seems very self-explanatory, Bubba Joe, except there are abilities within this game that can enhance ROM as well as counter him. That was part it's, it's, of what we talked about on the last show was offense and defensive strategy. Rip, go ahead. No, I just wanted to clarify. When they say delays the the you know the the weapons fire by one round, what it actually is 
At the start of combat, add a one to the charge time of all weapons. Which is, yeah, that's exactly what it's doing. All right. And, and by the way, what you may notice, Bubba Joe, that has implications too. Let's pretend here for a what, second that gee, what you had call it in game. Is it charge time warm up? Uh, ch uh, weapon charging, I think is what it's called. Bubba Joe, let's let's talk about what this actually does. Let's say that you do have a pylum, for example, in dock, right? You're defending Bubba Joe. Well, you get seven shots in the first round with your pylum. All right. But if you skipped the first round, all right, if you if you actually skip the first round, well, even in round two, Bubba Joe, the pylum would only get three shots. So even that would be a huge negation of the pylum, even in round two, Bubba Joe. But much like Curon does, this is adding one to the the charge time. So, Bubba Joe, are you losing round one of the pylum? In defense. No. In defense, if not. it's in dock, you are not losing one round or the first round of weapons fire. It's just being delayed, all right? Which is exactly what the card says, but this is how it's actually working. So, if you look at the firing pattern of whatever ship that you're using to defend your station, you look at the round one weapon pattern firing pattern, then that is going to get pushed by one. So now round two is going to be what stfc.space shows for round one, Bubba Joe. And it will continue that way all throughout the round. So if you've got, like, say, for an, uh, an auger, for example, right, that gives you the big obliterator in round two, well, that's going to be pushed to three. It's only every three rounds, so now it's going to be round six instead of round five, okay? So that's how ROM is technically working as far as his delay. But, Bubba Joe, there's so much more to it than that. Because we did see testing. We did see counters. We saw people trying to negate and nullify ROM. So we're going to talk about how ROM actually works. Now, Ripper, this is one small piece that Jesse may have inadvertently got right. Or maybe he he knew what he was talking about and just couldn't couldn't explain it in... in in a, a layman's a layman's term and also so why it so the the end result why it happens has nothing to do with rom okay by the way <clears throat> just so, to, so let's talk about for example let's let's talk about the counter first all right we'll come back to the offensive piece in a moment but we've talked about the counter the counter to rom is what bubba joe crass crass all right by the way a day one epic officer that most veteran players should probably have pretty decently tiered by now, Bubba Joe. All right. Was now, he day one? Crass? Yeah, he was he's in the isn't he in the core cross, not crass. Mm. I, no, no. Accents, all right. I'm from the mountains. All right. Let's take uh maybe he wasn't. He was very early, Bubba Joe. It might he not was have been early. day one. But I don't think he was initial. Very, yes, very early. Very and early. He's yeah. he was one of the first officers in the transporter pattern section, for example. So so he's been around for a minute. All right. Now, on the other hand, Bubba Joe, I talk about tearing him up. Doesn't matter. Really doesn't matter because his captain's maneuver is the counter. So Ripper, in the scenario of Rom alone, because there is no synergy, and let's take out the 
the captain's booster officers for a moment, Bubba Joe, because we've, we've learned about some of those as well. But let's take that out for a moment, Bubba Joe, and let's just say Rom by himself. All right, say Rom Harrison Honor Guard Wharf is what you're going to use. And you go attack a station, and within that station, there is one ship that has Crass as captain with no synergy. That is going to give Crass as captain's maneuver a value of 20%. Ripper, we know what happens. We talked about it on the last show. Let's hear from Ripper what it does. We got Rom at the value of one, Ripper. We've got Crass at the value of 20%, reducing your enemies captain's maneuver effectiveness by 20%. So what happens, Ripper? It, I, don't, I don't quite understand what you want me to say. Well, what's the, what's the outcome? The, the, if Crass is by himself at 20%... Isn't that... Like, why would... I don't understand why we have to clarify that because I, I think that's very obvious. Isn't, because do, do you just so want me to say the value of the end result of the math you just laid out? Yeah, think, what happens? Does Crass nullify ROM? I, I mean, okay, that wasn't what I understood you were asking, but in that particular instance, yes. He does. Now, we talked about this. This is where we struggled with the, with the reasoning, Ripper, was, hey, listen, if, if ROM has a value of 1... And Crass has a value of 20% or 0.2 in, in real numbers, then that means ROM should be at 0.8% or 80, or point, sorry, 0.8 real number, 80%, Bubba Joe. In many other cases within this game, 0.8 would round back to one, meaning that Crass should not be effective. All right, yet he is, Ripper. Why is this particular calculation, and maybe not why? You don't necessarily have to explain why, but what is it doing? How is this calculation playing out, and what is this particular officer function doing to Rom so that it actually ends up being a zero-round okay. deferral? It does nothing to the officer. Nothing at all. The entire... So, so in this game, the entire buff system works with floats. Everything is a float when, you, when, when, when things get buffed by whatever. Everything is afloat, always. So For no everything. integers. So we can rule that no right out of the window. No integers in the entire buff system. They do, they do not exist. All right, so that was one theory, Jesse, that we talked everything about. Everything is afloat. We're out. Okay, so the integer but rule doesn't when, work, Bubba when, Joe. When the, when the combat system is evaluating what weapon should fire, it takes the result of that buff and casts that float to an integer. Mm. So ROM... And thus drops all decimal places. So wait, ROM is coded as a float, but his uh, function... Not, not, there's no coding as a float or an integer. Everything is a float. T. Bram says, what is a float? A float is a floating decimal place, okay? As in 1.0. So okay, so why it's called a floating point is a bit... has something to do with technical details on how that works. Just think of it as a number with decimal place, not yeah. a whole number. For example, Bubba Joe, an integer is a whole number. So if, I, if, if we're reading ROM, it looks like an integer. It says one, right? But on the backside, because let's face it, the client doesn't ever show us what's actually happening on the backside, Bubba Joe. On the backside, ROM is being calculated as 1.0, okay? Now, what is different about this officer function, if you will, or this officer 
ability or attribute or whatever Ripper wants to call it. What's different about this is that in a lot of other places in the game, Bubba Joe, we do get rounding. We get rounding up, we get rounding down, or in the case of a lot of officers, I mean, most of them, in fact, it is a percentage value, a, a decimal value. For example, we talked a lot about Empress Giorgio, 0.17. 0.51 after three rounds, okay? We look at the amalgam, 0.015, for example. Lots of things use those decimal places in this game, all right? In this case, Ripper, the the ability of, of Rom, his, ca- his captain's maneuver, after it's being all calculated and run through all the formulas and everything, it's then being converted back to an, an integer, so to speak, Yes. Well, what Which, happens to the decimal places? If you just cast a floating point to an integer, you lose the decimal. You lose oh. the decimal, Bubba Joe. So if 0.8, which is the mathematical solution uh, of what Crass would do to ROM, but if ROM is then being converted back into an integer, 0.8, folks, Bubba Joe, if you cut off everything after the point... What are we left with? Zero. We're left with zero. And why Jesse, I have to give a little bit of credit to him, Bubba Joe. He used different terminology. He used different reasoning. But he did, in fact, pose a hypothesis that this could, in fact, be truncating. Folks, that's exactly what's happening here, Bubba Joe. In the case... Well, that, in the know, ca- to debate whether that's... Is it truncating? Is it floor? Is it just a cast to an integer? Those have slightly different behaviors and edge cases. But that goes into too much technical details, and we cannot know without actually seeing the code. But, you know. Well, the end result in this particular case may end up being what Jesse thought it was. We're losing losing the decimal places, Bubba Joe. We're left with zero. All right? Which is why Crass by himself can, in fact, nullify ROM. There is a counter to the best base-cracking officer that Scopely has ever released, Bubba Joe. There is a counter. Moreover, a counter that's been in the game for years. I mean, what do people use Crass for? What do people use Crass for? I use him on away teams. I don't use him in PvP. I might use him under decks and stats, but away teams is where I've got him now, Bubba Joe. He's never served. He's not part of a grinding crew. He's not a miner. He's not a PvP crew anymore. Or was ever. Now, he could be a base defense officer, Bubba Joe. Could be. Now, there were many other scenarios presented, Bubba Joe. Let's continue down the road of defense for a moment. All right? Knowing that Crass at 20% is going to get rid of Rom, then you don't need synergy. Hang on, Margin. Hang on, hang on, Cal. We're going to get there, okay? Now, Bubba Joe, again, assuming offensive strategy with just Rom at 100% or a value of 1.0, let's pretend that somebody had Crass with synergy loaded up. Crass with synergy totals 50%. Bubba Joe, do we have a different outcome if Crass is 50%? I mean, this one's simple, just real quick. Ripper's no. like, why are you asking this question? That's a dumb question. That's what I'm wondering. Well, no, it's it, there's no difference. But some people may run Synergy there, Bubba Joe. And I'll tell you why you might think about running Synergy in a moment. But that's 50%. 
So you take 100, subtract 50, you're left with 0.5. It is truncated or converted to integer. The 0.5 is removed, and now you're left with zero. ROM nullified. I, I, I want to say something because I see Please. many people being confused in chat. We are purely talking about the change of the charge time for weapons here. This has nothing to do with ROM specifically or with the officer at all. This is purely the how charge time is handled in the combat system, which just affects the captain ability in this particular instance. Could be a different officer if they were changing the charge time, then that officer ability could be affected. But, you know, just don't confuse what we just laid out and apply it to the officer or the officer ability. This is purely charge time, which only affects the captain ability. Correct. We're going we're gonna to move to the officer ability in a few moments. Right now, I mean, there's, there's a, whole, a whole slew of, of unknowns with this officer. All right. So, well, there was. There was a ton of questions about it, Bubba Joe. Ripper has, has solved it all. All right. He needed two days. We should have just waited. That's what he told us. <laughs> Should have waited. All right. But nonetheless, he, uh, Ripper's exactly right. It's just changing that recharge or charge up time, your initial charge up time. But because it's being cast down to the integer, you're losing the decimals in it and you're left with, with the beginning part of the integer. Now, Bubba Joe, you asked, why should somebody load synergy with crass? Well, Rom is not limited to a value of 100% in his ability, is he? It can be modified. It can be modified. Let's start with the officers that can do it. We'll do a ship in a moment, Bubba Joe, but let's start with the officers. Folks, what officers in this game have the capability of, of modifying the captain's maneuver? Again, very early obtainable officers here, Bubba Joe. Just weird. It's kind of weird how everything comes full circle. Somebody give me one. They're in the chat. There we go. Counselor, Counselor Husky says, Cadet McCoy and Next Gen Beverly. All right, let's take a look. Uh, it's actually called Next Gen Crusher is the name of the officer in case you're looking and, and don't find it. Here it is. The officer ability during combat, Next Gen Crusher increases the effectiveness of the captain's maneuver by anywhere between, what, 4% and 12%, I think is the number, depending on, on the tier. All right, so we got Crusher. Somebody, hey, good one here. Uh, Brat says, what about Marla? Marla, we'll read Marla. Marla doesn't, all right, but let's read Marla. Marla, if I can find her officer card here. Bubba Joe, you have it faster than me? Because I can't find it. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see. I'm trying to, why can't I find her? Maybe if I sorted by group, that'd probably be helpful. All right, let's try that. Uh, where's Khan? See, now I've lost them all. Here we go. Marla McGivers. Officer ability. Uh-oh. That's uh, a percentage to the ship, uh, the captain's statistics, Bubba Joe, but not the ability. Correct. Ah, so Marla is out. So we come back to Next Gen Crusher, all right? And, listen, Next Gen Crusher was, in fact, a copy of another day one common card, Bubba Joe. As a matter of fact, players joining the game today may, in fact, have Next Gen Crusher 
but not have the original Kelvin officer. That's certainly possible, or at least not maxed anyway. That would be Cadet McCoy. Cadet McCoy and Next Gen Beverly are precisely the same officer. They're copies. During combat, Cadet McCoy increases the effectiveness of the captain's maneuver by up to 12%, Bubba Joe. All right? So, Bubba, if I took both Next Gen Bev and Cadet McCoy, and for a moment, we're going to presume that they're maxed. Okay, just for for math right now, guys. We're going to presume that they're maxed. Bubba Joe, what would be the percentage boost from those two side cards? 24%. 24%. Added to Rom's captain's maneuver, which is essentially 100%. 1.0, Giving Rom the ability percentage or the factor of, Bubba Joe, 124%. Now, I pose the question, community. If a 124% Rom faces off with a 20% crass ripper, can you walk us through that math? What would happen? Would be over 100%. The end result. Thus, yeah. you know, still work. The end result would be what, Bubba Joe? 104 or 1.04. We truncate or or convert to the actually, integer. We, we get rid of the 0. 0.04. What's left? You know, actually, DJ, on that one, I... Do don't know right now off the top of my head if that's actually just a plain subtraction or also a division based on but you know. Well, Bubba Joe, we actually that tested this one. Well, the good news is we actually have some battle logs and, and we ran this one, right? Bubba Joe, you, yeah, you took can't, you can't see that particular way in battle logs, but Well, what, what we exactly? do know is that Crass at twenty percent was not enough to take out ROM if you had 24% on the sides. Right, Bubba Joe? I mean, that much we do know. No, Maybe but we... that would also not be if that is a, a efficiency reduction. In, in, it's a, it, either way, would be over 100%. What are you referring to? What 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 is... Because we've already proven that 1 minus the 20% is going to get below. You're saying that we don't know if it's a 20%. I, I, I have to look into the, into the actual configurations they have on whether that's set up as a we multiply by that as a function of one minus that value or whether that's a division i don't know right now well what we do know bubba joe is in practicality that 24 percent on the side is enough to push rom over so that he will still work against a 20 percent crass how the math works We'll let Ripper break that down for us another day, but in practicality, it works. Yes, we do prep work. I, I'm not. I don't. <laughs> Ripper doesn't. All right, but Bubba, we we man, how many tests? How many times did did your ship die, Bubba Joe? We ran this test. My ship didn't die ever. Oh, <laughs> you bully! <laughs> you told me to use my pilot. I did. I did because we'll get to that reason here in a moment. All right. So we do know definitively that. Rom with these two side cards will overcome crass. Now, just for a a the last piece of this scenario, Bubba Joe, Rom at 124% minus crass at 50%. Does Rom work? 
Come on, this is a pop yes. quiz for the community. If ROM's at 124% and you got Crass with full synergy at 50%, will Crass nullify ROM? Crass will, Crass will nullify ROM, yes. Yes, he will. Yes, he will, CCS. Yes, he will, Jerry Ryan. I think, I think, I think you asked the question differently both times. You oh, asked one time, would he trigger, and one time, would he be nullified? Oh, so sorry. Both <laughs> yes and no is correct. <laughs> All right, yeah, no. ROM will not trigger in that scenario. Okay? He won't trigger in that scenario because the value is going to be less than 1. All right? 1.24 minus 50 is less than 1. And it gets truncated. So, boom, zero, donezo. Bubba Joe, there's one last way that we can amp up ROM. And, Dekix, I'm going to come back to your question in a moment. He says, why would somebody waste two sidecard slots on that ability? Ah, but there is a reason. All right, we'll come back to you in a moment. Bubba Joe, there's one last way to amplify ROM, but it's not with an officer card. What is it? The baby jellyfish. The baby jelly. Psionica says, ooh, I got this one. 70% from a baby jelly. Ripper, is she right or is she wrong? That is wrong. <gasps> what? That can't be wrong. Um, Please thanks, explain. Thanks to Order to Chaos for, that, for, for reminding me of that fact because it slipped my mind the well, other day. We, we brought in all the best minds, Bubba Joe. We've got Order to Chaos, who I think, it, uh, is he here right now? I asked him if he wanted to come to the stage and chat with us today. He said he was, he was going to be at work and wasn't able to do voice. But he is hanging out, I, I do believe. And he said, we brought in, it, he's great with these, these things. And he said, well, wait a second. I'm pretty sure that there's a mathematical inconsistency with the way that the baby jelly is calculating its bonus. Everybody, let's open stfc.space and look at the baby jelly. All right? It is referred to as the uh, just jellyfish. All right? Just a grade two, rare, two-star jellyfish. Bubba Joe, the captain's maneuver reads as follows. The jellyfish increases the effectiveness of its captain's maneuver by 15% at level one. That's tier one, level one and scales all the way up to Tier 7, Level 35, at a value of 70%. Ripper, is this base data values, or are these base data values, are these accurate? Yes. They are indeed. They are accurate? Yes. So then there is something happening in the process of this baby jelly that players are going to be familiar with. I direct you to an officer by the name of Christopher Pike. All right, let's take a look at Christopher Pike. Now, for two years, this or ability, Picard. or Picard. All right, I'm going to, I I think, well, no, we'll use Pike. We could use Picard, it don't matter. All right, but let's, let's read this together because this was wrong for two years. The captain's maneuver, Christopher Pike, increases the effectiveness of all officer abilities that trigger in combat and it used to say 60%, Bubba Joe, or 40%. Now it says yep. 2x, and then the variable of 40%. Well, that's weird. Why did they do that, Ripper? Why did they add a 2x in there? Because the uh, ability is applied twice for interesting reasons that really I shouldn't explain. But well, that's fine. There are reasons for 
Yeah, okay. we don't we don't need to go into the twice. reasons. Let's just keep it. Keep it. You know, it's applied twice. Fair enough. All right. His his captain's maneuver is going to increase the effectiveness of the officer ability twice by the variable specified. There's a two x in there. All right. So let's come back to the baby jelly. Ripper, the base value, the variable value, is in fact 70%. But the description of this ship should probably be modified, correct? At this point, yes. And it should be be modified to read as follows. The jellyfish increases the effectiveness of its captain's maneuver by 2x of the percentage value. So if it's tier 7, level 35, Bubba Joe, that would be 2x70, which equals what? 140. 140%. Whoa! Whoa! So that means, Bubba Joe, that we could get ROM with no side card action. We could get ROM all the way up to 240% or a value of 2.4? Well, we could actually get them higher than that. We can, but I said with no side cards. Okay? And 240%. Just ROM is a value of 100 or 100%, 1.0, plus 1 times the sum of all bonuses. In this case, it's 141 plus 1.4 equals 2.4. Thus, ROM is 2.4. Hmm. Now, Bubba Joe, 2.4 against a 20% crass. What's the result? Uh, it's going to skip the first two rounds of combat. Two rounds. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. It's two rounds. You'll get two rounds of the delayed recharge. But, Bubba Joe, if we've got a 240% ROM and somebody's running a 50% crass, what happens there? Oh, I'm sorry. 240 and 50%, it would go back down to one. It'd go back down to one because the value is 1.9. We lose the 0.9 and it becomes one round. Why, Bubba Joe, could, if we wanted, to get ROM above 2.5%? Can it be done? Yes, you can add the same cadets we were talking about before. So the baby jelly... Rom in the captain's chair, Cadet McCoy, and Next Gen Crusher. And let's presume for a moment that they're all max. So you got 24%, 12% out of each common officer. All right. That's going to be 264%. Bubba Joe, even a 50% Rom is not going to get there, right? It's going to leave it at what? 2.14, truncate the one for two rounds two rounds but just as much as you could add the jellyfish with rom bubba joe so could your defender right could your defender do the same thing will it work that way will it Uh, work that way i don't think so Mm. ripper will the baby jelly amplify the ability of crass in the captain's chair most certainly should I don't have one, so I couldn't I can't test it. Hey Jesse, um, can you break out your? Oh. <laughs> but he doesn't um, have one either. I am I, I am fairly confident it would. It would. I, I don't see a reason why it wouldn't. 
Well, would it add or would it multiply? Because if you put con, if you put someone that has a percentage, right, it doesn't do that. Like if you do pike with con, it doesn't add uh, 140 to the critical chance. No, no, no. Pike is always a multiplier. That is a multiplier of 2.0. Right, but we're not talking about Pike. We're talking about the baby jelly as compared to Crash. And it's also a multiplayer. Works exactly like Pike. Right. So, but is, for the captain so, ability. Right. So, is is that going to multiply his mm. ability, or is it going to add to his ability? Is the good? Question. And Bubba I don't Joe. know the answer to that. Actually, we do know the answer to that. Oh, it multiply. is multiply. All right. So, if you got Crass at fifty percent, all right, and you got the jelly applying a one hundred, and and really truthfully, no, you still got to use twenty. All right, so here's the, the way that you would calculate the baby jelly on crass defending, Bubba Joe. You would have the value of 20 plus 1 times the sum of all bonuses. What are the sums of bonuses? In this case, it's 140% from the jelly and 30% in that case then from synergy. Is that correct, Rip? Or, or no, does you, the, do, you do not multiply by the synergized That's values. right. The synergy becomes the base, so it would be 50 times 1 plus the sum of the bonuses. In this case, 1 plus the 1.4 is 2.4. We're going to take 50 and multiply by 2.4. Is that correct, Ripper? The, the synergy does get... Yeah, that's, that's, that's what should happen, yes. Okay, so what would the value of that be? And I know this is super heavy math. We're not usually this deep into it, but this is, this is crazy I, I stuff. Enough. All right, <laughs> 0.5, or let's, let's use 50%. I'm going to use whole numbers, Bubba Joe. 50? No, I can't, can I? Do you want to know the number, yes or no? Uh, I do want to know the number, so it's going to be it's times uh, 2.4. 120. 120%. Ooh, 120%. Now, let's pretend for a moment, Bubba Joe, that you have a full offensive ROM, 264%, and somebody's using a baby jelly with crass and full synergy. Now the numbers become 264% versus... 120%. Okay? 2.64 minus 1.2 equals 1.44, which means that even the baby jelly cannot overcome all the buffs that you can add to ROM. You're left with a value of 1.44. Truncated still gives the def- uh, gives the offensive player the delayed round or the recharge value of 1. So where's the break-even point, Bubba Joe? Does Crass need to be on a baby jelly? A Crass at 50%? That's still pretty powerful. On the other hand, if you wanted to absolutely guarantee that Rom could never get more than one round on you, then that is what you would leave in your in your dock, right? Baby jelly, Crass, and full synergy. That would guarantee that nobody could ever get two rounds on you. Is that an accurate statement, Bubba Joe, in summary? What happens if the baby jelly dies in round one? <clears throat> well, I don't think that... Uh, it, Rom is a is a round one ability anyway. I mean, he doesn't... Rom's captain's maneuver isn't calculating any time after pre-battle. So once you get into your first round, his captain's maneuver is done. There's no need to ever come back to it. Right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the intricacies of how all the abilities trigger. Well, but the but the ability if the jelly can't Rom, die, Rom is, Rom is combat start only. Yeah, Rom is combat start, and and Crass is going to affect Rom's ability. 
if the if Rom has already fired and that and that shot has fired and the baby jelly dies, then it doesn't matter. No. It okay. It doesn't. It won't I believe matter. you. That's if, fine. If, if if the baby jelly is alive at combat start, it it it's it's fixed. Okay. They don't just fall off. Also, you cannot die before the the values get applied. So you know, the, the officers trigger, then the charge times are modified, then the baby jelly dies, the charge times remain remain changed. I didn't know if it was constantly checking like other abilities that are constantly increasing in combat. So I, I thought is, it was a legitimate question. Only for, that is only for things that are either evaluated at round start or that take um, a third, let's call it a third party component. So officers that use, for example, uh, officer stats. Hmm. Okay. Now I want to come back. Usually, also also triggered on on uh, round start, but you know, stupid. Noise. And then and you know, so if if the those that change are usually round start trigger abilities. Okay, I'm currently not aware of one that is combat start but changes during combat. All right, so now let's let's circle back. Why is all this matter? Why does it matter, Bubba Joe? All right. As Dekix asked in the question, listen, why would somebody use two officer slots aside from Rom? Uh, right here in the chat, Paulo says, uh, or White Falcon says, listen, Rom and a baby jelly versus a whale base, paint not even scratched. Well, okay, that's arguable, Falcon. Let's talk about that, Bubba Joe. We did, in fact, talk about this on the last show, but now that we have the definitive math, let's talk about the implications. How can this be used? Nope, K-21, in this case, we're not going to use burning because we got ROM and we got two cadet side cards. So, Bubba Joe, where, what, is the, what is the ability here? All right, let's pretend that burning is not here yet because everybody wants to, t- to talk about burning. Everyone wants to focus on burning, but burning is going to get you 1%. We know that, right, Bubba Joe? 1%. Yep. Or if you're lucky enough to get two rounds, ooh, it's not 2%. Actually, end up being like 1.96% because it's 1% of the starting value. All right. And you could divine, say, ROM plus one side uh, of his booster plus burning on the other side, perhaps. All right. But that's going to take away 12%. That would leave you at 2.52. And Crass could actually get you down back to the one round. You could potentially lose your second round. But, Bubba Joe, what happens during those two rounds? Again, pretending you don't have burning. Uh, you're firing your weapons and they're not. You're firing weapons from the baby jelly, folks. All right. Now, it Which ain't is huge. Not especially relevant. It's not huge, but it is still straight to straight to those defense platforms if they don't have a ship in dock. What would be a more effective ship to use if you were not going to use burning here? Especially if your target is not using crass. The target's not using crass, and you can see how he's crude. What could you use? You could calculate how much value you need from ROM and then substitute those other officer cards, right? It really depends on what you have access to. I mean, it could be a Sally. It could be a mm-hmm. D4. It could be a Pylum. could be a lot of things. Could be, could be anything. And all you have to do is look at that base that you're getting ready to punch and see if they're flying crass. That's it. If you're going to use ROM, 
All you need to know is if they have crass. If they have no crass, Bubba Joe, then you don't need any buffs to ROM, right? Crass is the key, folks. Scan your target. What do we look for when we're, when we're looking for a target to raid? We're looking for helps. We're looking for meat resources mined or maybe hostiles killed, this or that. We're looking at the stats to see if they're online. We're looking to see if they've sent purple helps to their team. What's another thing we can look at? We're going to look at ships they've got in dock, Bubba Joe, right? We're going to look at the ships that they've got. We're going to look at the crews that they've got so that we can try to target for the ship we know we're going to hit first, right? It's just one other thing to check. All right. Could Harrison be in base? Ooh, that's a rough one. All right. Here's something interesting. Is Harrison any good against Rom, Bubba Joe? No. Oh, why not? Hunter, listen because, to this. So Harrison triggers correctly. He triggers in the first round. Mm-hmm. And of course, your guns are doing nothing. <gasps> so he triggers, the effect resolves and is done. And then by the time your guns are firing, their shield mitigation is back to full. <gasps> what? Rom negates Harrison. Bubba Joe, do I personally find a very elegant beauty to this card. Mathematically, game design wise, it, it's really hard to fail it. You got you got a very or you got a three year old officer who can counter it, bringing relevance to an old piece of content. You've got one of the most OP officers in the game when it comes to shield mitigation, who can also be nullified with this officer. It requires new strategy. It requires new crew if somebody's running something. Right, Bubba? I mean, that's one of the things that, that some of the VIPs are talking about that they like with the hostile hunts. It's not a no brainer crew anymore. You gotta flow and ebb you got to play you got to crew for your target we talk about this in pvp all the time you must crew for your target so in the case that you're scanning a base to raid and they don't have crass then golly just go with a normal rom and then, Dekix, you can. You only need a value of 1.0 out of ROM, so now you can do other things with your side cards. Now you don't need the baby jelly. What else could you use, Bubba Joe? You mentioned a second ago what you, what you have access to. A Rialta, possibly. A Sally for the big gun. Or any other ship. Pylum, Enterprise, whatever. All right. Sally is the one I like the most for younger players. Why would that be, Bubba Joe? Which one? The Sally. Why would I like the Sally for younger players trying to go at a a big old base? Because you get the big gun. But I wouldn't want to do that. I think you're going to spend a lot more in repairs than you're going to get, unless you're you're cracking way above your weight class. Well, that's kind of the idea. Well, if you're cracking way above your weight class, then what you want to do is you want to Rialta burn them for the first... 95% 95% of their hole, and then go at them with the Sally. Possibly. Possibly, but that's going to take 300 hits. It's going to take a little while. You're it's going to take about 20 minutes. It's going to take about 45, because we already did that. <laughs> we did that math. You're wrong. It's 20 minutes. You and I did that math. It's 20 minutes. That's the problem. 20 minutes, you can crack any base in the game. That's why I think ROM is bad for the game. Mm. If you have no ships in dock... You said 300, 300 hits, right? Yep. And we assumed that 50% of those hits could be done 
in this it, it simultaneously because you're not always going to be able to land two hits it depends on how big you're swarming right so let's do the math so we, you and i used a um an average bubba joe of two hits every what 10 seconds or eight seconds what did we use? i think it was 10 seconds that was assuming that some of them could simultaneously hit and others were not all right so we're going to do 300 times let's say 10 seconds that's 3,000 seconds uh, divided by 60 minutes. That in and of itself, Bubba Joe, is 50 minutes. Yes, but you get two hits per 10 seconds. No. You were just talking about two hits per 10 seconds. I, Yes, I, I understand that. Oh, wait. I, okay, so 25, 25 minutes. You're right. I got you. 25 minutes plus 10 for your base, uh, for your shield. So 35 yep. minutes is what it's going to take. All right? And even then, you're not necessarily guaranteed entry because even – once you get down those 300 hits, you're going to still have to bring one or two probably larger shots to finish it off. Right, because right? that's only that only gets you to 5% of their total hole. So that's 35 cool. minutes. Now, Bubba, philosophically, I don't want to do a debate on whether or not he's good or not. Right so, now we're teaching So about hang on. Him. So I want, I want to ask a question then. So what is a – how long would it take a Ops 26 player with the best ship they possibly have to crack a level 60 base today? It's impossible, Bubba Joe. Oh, it's impossible. And so we're going ah, from impossible no. infinity hours. Mm -mm. No, I, don't, I don't like this. I, I fundamentally disagree. Time is an investment. 30 minutes is plenty long enough for you to have taken the advice that you've handed out to thousands of other players on your own server and in this podcast. Shield or share. All right? And what this does brings further value to the amalgam which was intended to raid large sums all right and this now i mean it, that's what it was it was intended to raid large sums faster and now this mechanic allows you to break bases faster now let me be clear community i'm not a huge fan of of the rialta part of this okay and 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 you know we had trader on the show she had mixed feelings about it, but she also said, listen, it's on me if I let myself get hammered on for 35 minutes. It's on me. This is fundamentally different in its defense style than what it was with just Rialta burning on ships, Bubba Joe. Because you couldn't stop that. You can stop this. You can stop this with a core principle that's taught in the game from day one. Wait a second. I couldn't stop that by returning my ship to a shielded base? Well, no, but if you were out, if you were participating, let's say you were in territory, sitting on a capture node, you can't stop that. All right, but yeah, you could return it to a shielded base, which is also potentially why I was on the other side of this argument a year and a half ago. If, if you which is why you're still on the other side of the argument, of right? Of course I, I, I understand... I understand the point. Now, let me be abundantly clear. I made this point on the last show, but I know the last show was kind of a tire fire and not everyone listened to it. So I want to make this point again. I think bases need to be more crackable. The math in how defense platforms work and the power that ships have, you basically have to overpower the base. You've got to come at a base with so much power and then it's inconsequential. I think that base cracking is broken and needs to be fixed. This is not the fix. This breaks it in the other direction with burning. And that's my point. The definition of, of breaking is, is subjective, Bubba Joe. 
in your opinion, you you feel it's like it's not broken. subjective. Uh, it's not it subjective. Is. This breaks the rules of the game. It breaks the rules of the game as set by whom? So the rules of the game, the way you are supposed to deal damage is from weapons fire. You have then mitigation. You have shields. You're you're penetrating those shields. Or you're not penetrating the shields. Those those are the rules of the game. That's how damage is done. Taking a flat percentage, the only thing that takes a flat percentage in this game is burning. And burning is completely violates all of those other rules and how damage is done and is unscalable. If you were trying to crack a 34, a 44, a 54, a 704, it's the same 300 hits. All right. Let's go with that for a second. But it is 300 hits per what? Now, not suggesting that you sit on all your ships, but to answer the question in the chat, is it 1% burning for everything? No, it is not. It is 1% burning to the single ship that you're attacking, then to the second ship that you would attack, and when all ships are gone... Then it will begin hull. Uh, it'll begin hull stripping the defense platforms. Now, in in fairness, the defense platforms will all count as one. All right. So if you got four platforms or six or seven platforms, it's going to burn one percent of those equally. All right. Now, listen. We don't need to call names, folks. All right. That that doesn't need to happen. All right. We're having a good debate. The reason that I had Trader on the last show and Jesse to speak about how the VIP community was responding to this. Bubba Joe, that was the entire point of the show. And and what I believe we heard was obviously some people are not going to be fans of this, all right? But others are looking at it and saying, listen, this is probably not a bad thing, all right? There is probably a little bit of disparity that's actually closing the gap a little bit, right? We talk about how the gap is too wide in free-to-play versus pay-to-play, and it should never be equal. I do agree with, with Bubba on that. should never be equal. should never be as easy for a free-to-play to get into Bubba Joe's base as, as it would be for a Bubba Joe alter ego to get into his base, all right? But there must always be mechanics that allow players to engage in certain ways. Bubba, this was part of our conversation the other night, mm-hmm. is, is that my biggest reason that I did not like the original uh, 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 burning mechanic to be removed or changed the way it was was because that was a smaller player's strategy. That was a way for them to fight back. Removing that for whatever reason that Scopely laid out was eliminating or uh, it was eliminating a, a, a retaliatory strategy, Bubba Joe, or in other words, community, reinforcing invulnerability of VIPs. Now, the so, reason... So, go ahead. So so let me make a point here. People are saying, I love ROM. I love ROM too. If you take burning away, ROM opens up your aperture of bases that are absolutely crackable for you, right? If you're using ROM and Arnegard Wharf and Harrison and they're not using Crass or you can still trigger the ROM or however you're doing it, you as a 24, 34, 44, your number of bases that you're going to be able to open with ROM are significantly wider than it was with just Khan. 
Okay. Rom is a huge increase. As, as DJ said, he is the best base cracking officer. I think he is good for the game. I do not like his interaction with burning. And that's the problem that I have. That's where I think the change to me makes Rom is there's nothing wrong with Rom. Rom is great. He allows 44s to crack 54s that never had that chance before their ships couldn't stand up to the defense platforms. This is something that allows you to absolutely punch up, expand the class of bases that you alone are able to crack and not have to rely on someone else in your server. He is absolutely fantastic for that. My problem circles around his interaction with Bernie. That's it. That's that's my one problem. And I, I, I don't, I mean, we can continue to talk about this. You, there's nothing that DJ is going to say that's going to change my mind <laughs> because it is, it is the core fundamentals of the game that are being broken by that. And that's my problem. Um, I'd like to intervene on that one. I think it's actually funner and more fair to everyone, including the VIPs, to have Rom and Burning in conjunction with each other. One of like, the one of the biggest issues, Jesse, wasn't it? I mean, a year and a half ago, repair costs were vastly different than they are today. All right, now G five right. ships are still probably arguably insane, Bubba Joe, and I and I don't discount that. But the reason. The reason, as stated publicly last time, right, was because of the imbalance of the G4 economy. Right? That has largely been addressed. It ain't perfect, but it's largely been addressed. I did not hear Trader. I did not hear Jesse. And I still don't hear you, Bubba, talking about the repair cost. Like, it's not fair that that a Sally can cost me 1% of hull. That's not what it is. All right. You, no. you, I mean, that it's, that's not, that's not the reason anymore. The reason that some people, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to paraphrase from trader. And if she's listening, then please come on up. I, I might have to have you repeat yourself. The only thing that, that she felt that she observed within uh, the VIP community was that, Larger players are losing their sense of invulnerability. But my question is, should invulnerability have ever existed in the first place? No, it probably should not have. The good news is now that this actually narrows that divide. We talk all the time about how pay this or pay that or spend this, and it just makes the gap even bigger. Right, Jesse? That's what we hear. The gap between free-to-play and spenders is just ever getting so larger except we don't talk about when a mechanic comes out that actually narrows that gap this narrows the gap it does this this makes it possible for a level 28 to take a stab at your base bubba joe and again we're talking even if you have one ship in dock one ship in dock you're talking 35 minutes then 25 minutes for the second when you're at 70 minutes. Now, Bubba, if you are unshielded and away from the game for 70 minutes, if you were me, hey, IJ, if I was unshielded and away from the game for 70 minutes, what would happen to me? Get your butt rated. That's right. Bubba Joe, why do you not deserve to be rated just like I would be? He does. I do deserve to be rated if I am that. So, so a player should not be able to take advantage of, of any and all of these games mechanics. Why is crass 
a day one officer, or or maybe a, a year one officer, year. whatever he was, first year officer. Why is Crass the effective counter to Rom? I mean, that's an old. Do you mechanic. want an honest answer? Do you want an honest answer to that? Sure. Because Scopely didn't think Crass existed. Oh come on! <laughs> you think they you think they launched this officer without without thinking that there could be a counter out there? Yes. All right. Let's, I agree. Let's, most let's, certainly. All right. It fine. happened before. All right. When, <laughs> that is that is not unprecedented in any way. So when Saru oh. so when Saru came out, he was not designed to be the anti-con. When Sela came out, she was not designed to do that. When when Honor Guard Wharf came out, he was not created knowing that TOS Uhura could be a counter. You, you, you mean to tell me all of these game design things are just accidents? No, I'm not saying all the game design things are just accidents. I'm saying I don't think they thought about Crass. I think they thought about Rom and that he was always only ever going to be one round. I don't think they thought about him with a baby jelly, and I don't think they thought about him with Crass. I think they said, we want to make an officer that is exactly and always and only one round, which is why he doesn't get any synergy, which is... Which and then and then we the players discover do their QA for them and go hey we can negate this new officer and I am I would I would bet you a one hundred dollar pack DJ right here and right now that the the response to that at the Scopely office was crap. No, I don't think it was crap at all. So I was like, Oops. To, to be fair, even if a- the baby jelly worked as intended, it wouldn't be too round. True. Right, it would only be one. That's that's very valid. Not only that, even if like, and I'll walk with you for a second, Bob. But even if they didn't think about Crash, so they didn't think about the baby jelly, do you think that delaying fire by? But let's look at its core ability, delaying the rounds by one. Do you not think after the big hoopla last year? Do you not think that they anticipated that people would use burning with this? I do not think they anticipated people would use burning with this. Oh, come on. Seriously? Seriously. I mean, can I be honest here? I, From what I remember with the burning, it wasn't even about base cracking at all. No, it wasn't. Thank you. So... So I, I don't... I disagree with, with even bringing burning up in that discussion. But, you know. Well... I will say. Maybe so. Uh, as a plus, this actually helps out those who just got to like 50, 51 plus. This actually helps them out a lot, considering they can actually, you know, they need trillions of par still and uh, dilithium and tritanium. And it costs thousands of dollars in packs in order to get that. So instead of, you know, buying thousands of dollars of packs for them, they could actually potentially raid that from somebody who's ops 56 or higher. Well, they could, and let's not let's not look lose sight of the of the grand scheme portrait here. All right, there was originally going to be a tax. All yeah, right? that tax was going to be for smaller players hitting up. Originally, all right, they created the amalgam so that they could get large sums of those resources for hitting up, and now they come out with an officer that makes it possible for a level 30 to crack a level 50. I mean, if you guys think all this is by accident, then 
I mean, listen, they may not examine every permutation, Bubba Joe. I might be willing to walk with you on crass or even the baby jelly since it's not even like working right. All right. I, I have to I have to believe that given the stink raised by by this community a year and a half ago, I kind of feel like they thought about burning. And I kind of feel like they wanted players to be able to get into larger bases easier so that they would feel better uh, value in their amalgam so that originally, by the original design, Scopely could make more back in the tax. It was all related. So I understand, I truly do, for, for the higher-level players who, who think that, that burning shouldn't be applicable here, I kind of, I mean, I do see your point, Bubba. I'm not dismissing your point. I'm just kind of saying, listen, there's, there's a lot of reasons why this actually works. And there is a very, very stiff defense for you if you don't want to be vulnerable. I mean, you already said you shield like, like religiously anyway. So you're probably not going to be affected by this. Somebody who leaves their base open for hours, they deserve to be raided. It would happen to me. And I agree. It would happen to a level 30. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what what makes it different for a level 30? Stevens, Aaron, you are not listening to the argument. You, you and I am sick and tired of this. It is not that I at no point. In fact, I have been very clear that it's not that the whales feel they should be immune. There are whales that feel that. And I call them idiots and foolish and all sorts of other things. This is not about being immune i do not think that anybody should be immune i have a fundamental problem with the way that burning works in repeated hits so that is the fundamental problem let let me let me summarize this and then we'll take our break because i want to move on to other things uh but but bubba and i had a good conversation i see what he's talking about although i don't think that maybe we've we've given enough clarity to, to this point bubba joe when you say that the fundamental process of how burning works he's talking about the one percent folks and and let's let's talk about this for just a minute before we go to break i'm gonna i'm going to illustrate because i'm i'm a master debater (laughs) bubba joe (laughs) i am going to give you uh now that i've debated bubba i'm going to give you the reason that that he's arguing about this all right bubba joe is there any card any ability any research, any ship, or any exocomp, any territory buff, anything present in this game that can alter the fundamental mechanics of burning, hull breach, or morale? No. Nothing? Nothing. Now, if a research... An exo, here's his complaint. There's no way to mitigate it. When he's talking about the rules of the game earlier, I think you guys jumped off on one other thing saying, oh, there is no rules. But they're, they're, there's mathematical rules. Bubba Joe, when I attack somebody, X percentage of the shot disappears into oblivion. It's called what? Mitigation. It's called mitigation. Can you influence mitigation? Yes. How? Uh, by either adding armor or shield penetration, depending on whether you're defending it or trying to get past it. But absolutely, officers, research, uh, exocomps, mm. all of that affects mitigation, can, can affect your mitigation. There's gazillions of ways to impact your mitigation. All right. But for whatever gets through the mitigation, what's next, Bubba Joe? 
What's the next breakdown or the next uh, the next piece of mitigation, if you will? So after that, then we have uh, your shields, and your shields will take a certain percentage, that, and that percentage can be modified, but your shields will take a certain percentage of the damage, and then the remaining damage goes to your hull. So in a traditional normal sense, that's 80-20, 80% to shield, 20% to hull, but even that can be modified, correct? Mm-hmm. Who can modify it? Harrison. Harrison can do it. Who else? Uh, well, their sarcophagus does it, but for a different reason. Sarcophagus can also do it, but for a different reason, correct? Number three, TOS Uhura. Uh, TOS Uhura, yep. TOS Uhura. And you can choose, and uh, thank you, Emperor Jew, I completely forgot. How about Mud, Old Man Mud? All right, he can do it as well for yourself. He can mitigate 98% to shields, Bubba Joe. One All of right. 11 as well. That's correct, Stephen Zaren. Yes, right. that one does too. One of 11. You're exactly right. Okay. So there are ways that players can either increase their effectiveness or decrease their opponent's effectiveness, even when it comes to the shield uh, split. All right, let's talk about one other thing. How about just weapons fire, Bubba Joe? Can I influence how much damage or how much weapons fire you're throwing at me? Sure, we can influence the number of shots you're firing. We can influence the percentage of attack, you know, increasing your increasing your just your raw damage that's done with both research and exocomps. Yes, absolutely. That can be that is modifiable as well. Both up and down. So what you're saying is players can completely customize uh and control their strategy against other players to increase their own defense, increase their own as a matter we've talked about this like with Armadas, there's a very clear divide in the community over who believes that defense and mitigation is the way to approach Armadas. On the other hand, Ripper Ripper says I like to go full throttle damage. I'm going to inflict as much pain on that Armada as fast as possible. Right? Rip, that's that's what you've said before. You don't play the long play. You go for the Have I? You go for the big stick. You've said that before. You've said that you go full okay. full damage. Maybe you've changed. I can't remember your... doing so, but if I did, fair <laughs> enough. Well, what's your primary armada crew? What do you run? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. All right. Nonetheless, nonetheless, there are ways that everybody can influence their own performance. Okay, so in fairness to my friend and partner, what he's talking about is the one percent, right, Bubba Joe? There's absolutely nothing in the game that can allow you to mitigate this. As a matter of fact, what he's talking about, the rules of the game, what you were referring to, Bubba Joe, is that it bypasses mitigation. It bypasses uh, weapons damage reduction. It bypasses shield mitigation. It bypasses all the rules that go to hull. It bypasses any exocomps and, and this and that and just applies a fixed 1% damage to the hull. If your ship is a, is a baby jelly, all right, 1% is nothing. If it's a coronar, 1% is a lot. And when it's the whole of your base, it's a lot, right? Well, 1% is 1%. Yeah, 1% is exactly what it is. (laughs) It's exactly 1%. It's going to scale depending on the size. So that's his argument. Now, when we were talking on the phone, Bubba Joe, I asked you, I said, listen, what would you want? Because we've even talked about this on, on a very recent show, Bubba Joe, I think last month. You specifically said you were given the fecha an incomplete because there are always 
things that come out that enhance that work together that that paint a different picture than what we see when they first come out right we always right. see this we saw it with the uh isogen miner the meridian mm-hmm. all right three four months later research came out that actually made it good for some players ruined it for some others <laughs> okay but my point is we rarely see the fuller picture so bubba joe I'll give you 60 seconds on this, and we got to take our break. Okay, you so, don't like the 1% being able to skip everything in the game that you have been able to progress with. You have researched yourself. You've got big old nasty ships, and you fundamentally don't like the 1% being able to skip through all of that just to inflict the same amount of pain as a brand-new level 25 who has zero research, Right. Correct. And so let me just say this. So if I'm unshielded and I went to bed unshielded or I went to work and I can't check my phone for eight hours or whatever, and you come at me with Rom and a Sally, like that's a that's a pretty low level ship to come out of 54. Right. And you crack my base. I got nothing. I got no I got no qualms with that whatsoever, because a Sally was never getting in with Khan. Like literally was never getting in with Khan. So so I I am 100 percent on board with ROM making bases more accessible. This is the one aspect of it that I have a problem with it. And that's the last I really want to say about this. So if you wanted to control it, what do you suggest? Is it a research? If you want to have influence, would you suggest an exocomp? I mean, here's the thing. If you're letting your if you're being rated, then you're not online to pop an exo. Right. Right. Exactly. So, so what is it? Is it a base defense officer that reduces the effect or reduces the the impact of burning by twenty percent at tier one and sixty percent at tier five? Like, what is it that you feel makes this better? And and by the way, not not a a a hands off defend me, make me invulnerable type of thing. Personally. If you're going to add something like this to help you mitigate that, I think it needs to be in the form of a base defense officer that you have to make a mental note to staff and dock. I don't think it should be hands-off easy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Bubba, should it be hands-off easy? I don't think so. I don't know that it should be hands-off easy, but I think that... My concern is is that they've backed themselves into a corner in terms of, of of what this burning mechanic means as far as cracking bases that are at the very and, and people corrected me before and I apologize. You're right. A 26 cannot attack a 60. <laughs> well, PVP PVP bands exist. It's still a big bracket to, to though. Attack, to attack the highest portion of your bracket, right? Whatever that highest ops level is, um, and and to be able to do it with the burning, right? So. I, I don't want to see them change burning, but that feels like the only thing that they could do, have an officer that says burning only does a quarter of a percent or a half a percent. And that's a pretty fundamental change that I don't think is one that I really want to see them go go down because those, as people said, these are core mechanics of the game that have existed since the beginning of the game. Um, and they did change burning in a way of as to as to when it could trigger and Ram, Rom has basically just turned that back on. Like before, it was like you could never, you had to plan to survive the round, and people got upset, justifiably so, when they changed it so that you really had to basically be on par with the level of ship to trigger the burning. I get that frustration, and I, I understand that. And I was actually in support of not getting rid of burning 
um, back in the day. It did I, like I understood why they got rid of it because of the repair costs and and people were frustrated, but it really wasn't the outrage that people thought there was. I, that that was completely initiated by Scopely. Um, so I don't know how you would change this, right? Because the fundamental numbers would remain the same, and that's the problem I have. It, and, and I don't know how to fix it. I don't have a solution, DJ. And I, and I told you that I, on the phone. I, I don't know what it would be. Go ahead, Rep. I don't see why you would be... So, <clears throat> why do you think burning is more of a fundamental mechanic in this game than what we had, for example, with Khan and PvP for a very long time before we had any counters? So, I mean... You mean con and base cracking? But just for example, the, the how how the crits add up before we had a counter to those you know crit increases. I mean, for a very long time we didn't. Correct, but even your critical damage, right? You could turn all of your hits to be criticals, but they are still they are still subject to the rules of the game, right? So it's it would be it would be no different than just having. <laughs> a research that says your third, fourth, and fifth shots have an extra 50% damage or something like that, right? It's not, um, sure. it, it still works within the, you know, con, you know, after round eight or nine cons made all your hits criticals, but you're still losing 20, 30% to mitigation. You're still losing 80% to shields. It's still working within the mechanics of how damage is dealt in the game. It's just your damage is, slowly growing per uh, damage per round is growing as you go further and further into the round yeah but you know i, I personally don't really see see a difference um for a fundamental one with that honestly like i don't see why you can't add counters for increasing crit chance but not for how much damage burning does right and also that's penetration versus a, an effect so they're two different concepts well, they're sure, but again, I don't see why one couldn't. I I'm also I agree. personally of the opinion that they don't they are not bold enough with uh, changing things in the game. <clears throat> they're too afraid sometimes to do things. Well, listen, I mean, they've they've which kinda... really has turned the community into whenever something changes, let's just you know cry. Most I, of the time. I, I agree. I, I agree. Uh, Pegasus, welcome to the stage. We'll give you uh, give you a couple minutes Cheers, here because we got to move on. Uh, what's up? Welcome in. What do you think about Rom? Yeah. Uh, Rom, well, unfortunately, I haven't been able to acquire him, but from what I've seen so far, he looks like he's going to be a pretty decent officer. And I've tried to keep up with what you guys are saying and how you explain it. It's like going over my head. To me, as a basic player, it just looks like negate that first round boom i'm going in i'm going to hit a higher player i'm going to see if i can get in when i tried to do it with khan i spent 25 minutes millions of traits and i still could not get through a level 44 and i'm a level 39 player and i was hitting with an auger and an enterprise and i just couldn't get through now if i had a rom at that point i would i think i would have got through that base quite easily and i would have stripped it clean bare and i would have been sat there laughing <laughs> so. Well, listen, there's no doubt that it's going to make it better. Okay. You're, you're avoiding one entire round. At the very least, you are, you are extending the amount of damage that you can do to that base by one full round, Bubba. Because, I mean, here's the thing. 
you're still going to die. <laughs> you're still going to die quickly. All right. You're just buying yourself oh, yeah. I, I, one I've extra round seen... of shots. Okay. So yeah, I, I've never seen base rounds go more than what three or four rounds. Well, ugh, that I've done lucky. anyway. <laughs> lucky if it goes four rounds. All right. Uh, or four rounds. Now that said, what we're discussing here is kind of a core fundamental uh, piece of the game, which if, if that's new to you, we'll have to come back to it another day because we really, we've still got to get to Rom's officer ability and I got other stuff on the itinerary today. But um, but in, in an effort to let both sides of the aisle be heard, Bubba Joe, that's why I wanted to kind of, you, you were catching a little bit of heat. So I stepped over to your side to help, to help, <laughs> to help explain this out. And, and you're right to a certain extent in that there's nothing you can do about it. Well, there's one thing. There's you can one, shield. That's right. There's you only always one thing that you can which do is about the it. same. Which <laughs> is the same argument for every base cracking. We had this discussion with yeah. the amalgam. We have this discussion now. So uh, I agree. We should move on. We got lots of other things to talk about. But I appreciate you uh, allowing me to to share my perspective again. Well, it's not just your perspective, right? I mean, we've been talking. We've been gathering. We have been talking to players on both sides of this. Listen, it, it's it's no different than it was a year and a half ago. Lower level players are going to love it more because they're going to use it more, Bubba Joe. Um, and and some of uh some of the higher level players, not even all of them. Look, you know, Drader was here. Jesse is here. Not even all of them feel like this is a, a, a necessarily a bad thing. Um, but I do think that fundamentally, what it does is it fits into the theme here, Bubba, of scopely making it easier to raid more faster and and that i think is the penultimate goal here and does that mean that there's not going to be other things to help you defend along the way maybe there's other officers maybe there's a base defense crew we did just get an extra dock i mean listen a lot of people using this dock right i'm using the dock but bubba i could use that dock to to crew a, a base defense slot if I wanted to, you know? So th th that's the thing, is that there's tools been issued on both sides of this. And just like everything else, as we were discussing, damage and piercing and mitigation and, and you know, shield mitigation and shots and all this other stuff, there are things that players can do to mitigate or prepare or defend or even go out and attack, even with burning. Bubba Joe, there is a counter for mm -hmm. that, you know, the way it stands today. Could that counter change? Could an additional tool be provided? Time will tell. Time will tell. But ultimately, from my personal position, I am glad that this mechanic has returned in its current form because it is going to allow more players to engage with more players. Trader talked about it here a couple of weeks ago where – there are some players that just can't play with anybody anymore, Bubba Joe, simply because of, of power on their ships. I mean, if you wanted to come down and legitimately enjoy PvP with somebody, you'd have to fly a G3 Enterprise. Because okay, so otherwise, otherwise, you're just going just gonna to mop the floor with everybody. You know, So there are positions where this mechanic is going to allow more players to engage with more players. All right. And and I think that that is not a bad thing. As a matter of fact, do you have something else? Because I want to use that as a segue 
into our treasury discussion today, Bubba Joe. But but go ahead, no. real quick. No, go ahead. We got to go to break, so go ahead and segue. That's fine. I I I, I have I have concerns about the future, right? Because if the, if at some point Scopely determines that base cracking is too easy. They go, oh, my God, ROM is allowing everyone to crack everyone. Mm. We need to do something about that. And so they're going to add a defensive platform. Well, you know what that's going to do? It's not going to slow down ROM. It's going to slow down everyone else. Or we're going to add more mitigation to the station. Or we're going to add more ad- uh, attacks. Uh, your defense platforms are going to fire more often. The only thing that will do is stop everyone who doesn't have ROM. ROM would be completely unaffected by all of that. And that's my concern. If at some point in three months, six months, eight months down the line, they go, base cracking is too easy now. We got to do something. And it don't give me the shield. I get it. Everyone can shield mm-hmm. that they would have to either directly target ROM or do something. And that my concern is, is that they're going to either completely invalidate ROM or they're going to make bas- base cracking so that it's completely impossible without ROM, and that isn't a healthy situation either. People should be I, able to be able to crack bases without ROM. That's exactly why, Bubba. I think that this is fine just the way it sits. I mean, if you have no ships in dock, it's still thirty-five minutes. Add twenty-five minutes for every ship you've got in dock, and that's if somebody's burning you. I mean, you know, that's that's that would be enough time for me to be zeroed. If I if I am a common player, you know that's enough time for me things, to be zeroed. Things, things do get different. If something. What rip? Said it enough. Rip, your <laughs> sensitivity is cutting you out, or you're talking too quiet. What? Uh, that gets a bit different if you use a saladin or something. Well, it, yes, it could if you use it a salad because you actually are inflicting hull damage. Right, yeah. the, the the time was. You're right, Bubba. The time was for the Rialtas. It would probably move a little quicker. But what 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 is the trade off? You can go faster, Bubba Joe. But if I'm using a Sally, I actually have expense. I have yeah, investment. Costs more. I have investment. I have repairs. I've got speed ups. All right. And at that point, there is absolutely zero reason I shouldn't try to get into you as quickly and efficiently as possible. I could even I can see the argument on a Rialta. I can. I don't. I you know I still err on the side of it that I'm on. But if a player chooses to use burning on a Sally, there ain't you. You have no leg to stand on, buddy. None. Zero. Because that player is spending. That player is investing. That player is is spending speed ops and or latinum and tritanium and dilithium to get into that base. And you guys say it's cheap. It might be cheap. It ain't cheap for a 28. Okay. It is cheaper than an Enterprise, of course, but it ain't cheap for a 28 or 30. So so if somebody's spending something to get in, then, you know, that, that, needs, to, that needs to be protected. Um, okay. Now, when we come back from break, I do want to very briefly, I, I know we spent too much time on this, very quickly, we want to explain to you the rounding on the officer ability. Ripper will do that very quickly, uh, and then we'll move on to the treasury because we've got stuff to tell you about with the treasury and some mechanics there, plus an announcement to make regarding the treasury fill event uh, that is currently ongoing. We will be back in just a moment with more titillating investigation and math and revealing of the numbers. Rip, uh, my name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a moment. Hang on.
This program is made possible in part by a grant from Consolidated Industrial Conglomerate Incorporated, the company that's so big we've totally lost track of what it is we do. Tonight on an all-new intervention, we go inside the disturbing new addiction that's bringing America to its knees. My name is Doug Fritz, and I am addicted to posting my Wordle scores on social media. I posted one on Facebook, and I got a few funny comments from people who didn't even play. But then the Wordle fans started commenting, and things got crazy because those people have no lives. (laughs) Posting Wordle scores was a high like nothing I've ever felt before. People thought I was smart, you know, but I was just really good at using a dictionary. I started posting scores at work, in the car, at the gym. On the train, in the doctor's office. On the beach, in a bar, at an all-nude strip club afterwards. And then I I hit rock bottom. I played Wordle when I was supposed to be pet-sitting for my sister. Intervention, the posting Wordle scores epidemic. How I beat this addiction is anybody's guess. (laughs) That's a Wordle joke. (laughs) See? If you're looking for solutions to the war in Ukraine, millions of experts are standing by to help you at Facebook Military Advisors. I got serious military credentials, bro. My cousin's dog walker's ex-bookie attended an Army-Navy football game, and he says we should... Facebook military advisors have solutions of all sizes. We should bomb Putin with one of those really big missiles, you know, like they're the length of a canoe, like not as wide as a canoe. Keeping up with current events is really hard, but Facebook military advisors make it easy on everything from Putin to pandemic. With the length of a canoe, but not quite the width. And I guess you'd want the height around the size of a canoe. He says this song is older than Rev. So that means he would come in and he would call it an oldie, right? (laughs) Oh, these young pups. These young pups. Snake Eyes is like, I've got socks older than Rev. (laughs) Oh, funny stuff. It is not an oldie, Captain Planet. Stop it right there. Bubba Joe, we've got this oldies conversation. It's not a classic either. It's a jam. Okay? It's a jam. <laughs> is this even 90s or is it late 80s? Uh, no, I, I think this is 90s. I think this is 90s. Yeah, there you go. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you all coming back, hanging out uh, to the 403 people uh, in our live studio audience. Thank you guys so very, very much. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Uh, Very quickly, let's see if we can do it. Please, I'm going to set a timer. Bubba Joe, I'm going to set right here this five-minute timer. 
Let's talk about the officer ability of Rom. All right, this one is easy and will, in fact, give Jesse another small feather in his cap, Bubba Joe. Everybody take a look at Rom and his officer ability now, in which at Tier 1, he will increase the number of shots fired by the ship's weapons by 50%. All right, let's, uh, let's do this. Jesse, let's take a look at an auger. Can we take a look at an auger, please? Let's look at the auger. Auger's firing pattern is two energy weapons by one, uh, or two energy shots, Bubba Joe, by one weapon, and two energy shots by a second weapon in round one. Then in round two, and every third round after that, you are adding one kinetic obliterator shot. So basically, every single round, you got four energy shots, all right, two fired by two different weapons, and then you got the, the obliterator. Let's take a look at a Tier 1 ROM, Bubba Joe. A Tier 1 ROM is going to increase it by 50%. Please give me 50% of the value of two. Uh, one. It is one. So with the auger, folks, you've got four shots at base. In round number one, ROM is simply going to get you six. Exactly perfect, lovely math, Bubba Joe. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a look. Uh-oh, uh-oh, Jesse, paging Jesse to the stage. Let's take a look at round two, where we have one weapon, Bubba Joe, that fires one shot. What is 50% of one shot, folks? 0. 0.5. 0.5. Now, Jesse, Jesse, my man, if the new value is 1.5, what is Rom going to do to the obliterator weapon? I prepared my whole life for this. It will make it zero. Oh, my God. No. What? What? Hold on. Hang on. I've got to hit this button. Jesse, we did this. We talked about it. Ah! My oh, my life God. What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, for effing <laughs> sakes. Ripper, please come in. Uh, as you walk confidently by your idiotic uh, counterpart slash underling. Can you confidently come to the stage? And, yeah, he was so confident, wasn't he, Captain Planet? Like, he thought he had the right answer. Ripper, uh, are you still with us? You're muted. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. All right. Ripper might have taken a break. Took a pee break. Guys, here we go. All right. The Obliterator will, in fact, round from 1.5 Bubba Joe to what? Two. Yes, it goes to two, Jesse. I mean, good, yes. good God. I prepared my whole life for this moment. Uh, uh. All right. Now, that's the case of an auger, Bubba Joe. Let's take a look at um, a Saladin, please. Let's take a look at a Saladin very quickly. We look at the firing pattern. That one's simple. One energy shot every single round with one high-impact torpedo kinetic weapon in the first round and repeating every three rounds after that. All right, so Bubba Joe, simple, 50% boost to one weapon firing one shot. We already did this. One to one and a half is going to make it two, which means in the Sally, gosh, Bubba, gosh, we were just talking about what Rom's captain's maneuver is going to do for cracking bases, but it's also going to take that high-impact big gun, and it's going to make it not one shot, Bubba Joe, but two. But two two shots all right two shots from the big gun 
and two shots from the energy weapon. All right. Let's take a look at, uh, let's see, there was one other ship I wanted to get to before the pylum just for mathematical purposes. And I can't remember which one it was. I think it might have been a Bordis. Ah, here we go. No, here, here we go. Here we go. No, <laughs> no, it's not the Centurion. Uh, you know what? It's probably not going to be before G4 ship. Let's look at a Kelvin. Let's look at a Kelvin, everybody. Is this going to do? Yes, thank you. Okay, this is going to do what I wanted to do, Bubba Joe. All right, uh, Kelvin, everybody. A G4 Uncommon. The Federation G4 Uncommon ship, Bubba Joe. In round one, it's actually pretty weak sauce. In round one, it fires two energy shots. Now, those energy shots are not small, Bubba Joe. You know, they're, they're not bad. As a matter of fact, your average base damage at, say, tier... Let's look at tier four. Average base damage is going to run you about 17,000, 18,000. But it's certainly not as good as the kinetic weapon. Right, Bubba Joe? Right. So, and, and not to mention, truthfully, if we're looking at the, uh, the Kelvin for the purposes of ROM, at least with his captain's maneuver, not the best ship. All right? He fires two... En- th- this ship fires two energy shots which is its weakest weapon in round one. But nonetheless, let's continue on with Rom's officer ability. What uh, is going to be the result in round one? I've only got two energy shots, Bubba Joe, coming from one energy weapon. We already did that math. Half of two is one. Added to the base of two equals three. In round one, I'm going to get three shots. Thank you, LT. Let's look at round two. This is where it gets hairy. And maybe, possibly, Jesse will actually provide us with an accidental correct answer Bubba Joe in round two the Kelvin has three weapons that will fire the first one is a photon torpedo kinetic that fires three shots Bubba Joe the second weapon is also a photon torpedo kinetic weapon that fires three shots and then of course we've got that energy that's firing two shots every single round Bubba Joe half like 0.5 of three equals what? One and a half. <gasps> One and a half added to the original three equals what? Four and a half. Four and a half. And does this actually round up to five? Supposed to. Actually, <laughs> it may not. Actually, supposed <laughs> to, Bubba Joe. It does Rouse not. To the closest even, right? It, That's what we learned last Jesse, time. Jesse, do you want to try to regain some sense of, of composure here? What happens I, to the rounding value of 4.5 with the purposes of these uh, ship shots here? It will round to a 4. It will round to a 4. That is correct. He doesn't get fanfare because he already screwed the first one up, Bubba Joe. <gasps> I regret right. nothing. It goes to 4, 4.5. And this is part of what Jesse was talking about the other night and why I give him a little bit of credit. I do. Because Bubba Joe, he... What? Yeah, I do. You talked about the, the rounding to the evens thing. And that has been verified to exist, Bubba Joe. Rounding to the evens, folks, is what is happening. Now, why have we never seen this before in actual shots? It is rounding, DJ Gurr, and I'm going to explain to you why in a moment. All right? But why have we never seen this with actual shots before, Bubba Joe? Like, who impacts shots? Uh, mud. Okay, but hey, he, what, he doubles. DJ Gurr, talking about? What is uh, now we're talking about Rom's officer ability. All right? 
Uh, Rom's officer ability and uh, looking at a Kelvin on weapon number one in round number two, which fires three shots at the base. Now, here's the reason why we haven't found it with Mud. What does Mud do? He doubles. Yeah, it's a full shot. And he, he just doubles. All right, those are even numbers. What about Jayla, Bubba Joe? What does what does Jayla do? Adds a full extra shot. Adds a full shot. Okay, folks. This is one of the very isolated number of occurrences where a shot would happen actually, to fall directly on an even point five. Go ahead, Rip. I'm surprised nobody has actually encountered this with Emperor Jojo. No. Well, Empress Giorgio, you, it would be hard to find, all right? Because Empress Giorgio, after three yeah, rounds... You would have to go through the battle order. Yeah, you'd have to go. It'd be really hard to find because she's also a cumulative effect, Bubba Joe. But is it possible for Empress Giorgio to mathematically land exactly on a point five somewhere? Because yes. that's... Yes. Uh, max tier, right? Max tier can. Early what? on, she can't. No, no you can't. You can. can. And Max Tier can. I mean, technically, Tier 1 can if you go to 17. No, not 17. You'd have to go. It'd be a lot of rounds, but no, uh, not feasible. Everybody, take a look at stfc.space real quick, and, and we'll explain. All right? Uh, in the case of Empress Giorgio, let me open up a new window. I know that the, I know that the table shows percentages. That's what? Formatting <laughs> difficult. On my site for Emperor Giorgio, the table shows percentages. That's wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah, it doesn't show. show it, they're actually floating, just like everything else in the game. It's a decimal point. All right. Formatting is difficult, you know. <laughs> Let's take a look at, and it says Emperor too. Scopely has never changed her name to Empress. It is supposed to be Empress. I'm almost. Also, positive. can we stop calling it Bankers Rounding because that's not. It's not. That's it's, that's that's a that's not. I mean, the, the banking industry uses it. Okay, in yes, fairness, but it's not the, the but that's not That's not where this comes from. Ripper, do you want 20 seconds to nerd out and tell them no. where it comes from? No. TI-87. It's too complicated. <laughs> All right, let's take a look. Where but, can so, it happen? It, okay, I can say in, in for, for, for computers and where this basis comes from, especially based on Python, that comes from IEEE 754. That's it which defines floating points, and, and there you can see how the rounding is defined. You can also see how floating points work and stuff. If you want to read it, IEEE 754. There you go. Have fun. Folks, here, here is the answer, okay? It, it is kind of like Jesse hypothesized. It will round to the evens, but only, Bubba Joe, in the case of an actual mathematical split. All right? Which is what? Not 0.51. Not 0.49. But what, Bubba Joe? Point. Where did Bubba Joe go? <laughs> Point five. Point five. Point five. Okay. Point five. So let's take a look at Giorgio, Empress Giorgio. For example, at tier two, she's a 25% cumulative number. Can that ever get to an exact point five, uh, point five scenario? Anybody? What what number was that again? Twenty five percent or point two five. Of course it can. Yeah, that. Yeah, easily. Easily. Uh, what about one seven takes fifty rounds? By the way, point one seven takes fifty rounds. All of them can get there eventually. Point uh, three four would take. Oh God, it's in the twenties somewhere. What about forty percent? Point four. When Should, can shouldn't, shouldn't thirty five be uh, thirty four? Shouldn't that be like twenty five rounds? Should be, yeah, ish, around there, where it's going to land on a point five. Obviously, 
Tier 5 is 0.5. So obviously that can happen. All right, folks? When it's going to land on a 0.5 and then you multiply it by the number of shots, it will round to the even. If it's 1.5, Jesse, where does it go? Two. If it's 2.5, where does it go? Two. If it's 3.5, where does it go? Four. And 4.5, where will it go? Four. There you go. All right. It will round up or down to the nearest even in the mathematical occurrence of an exact 0.5 calculation. So we come back to this Kelvin. Bubba Joe, the Kelvin, three shots at tier one is going to end up being 4.5, which will result in how many shots from that weapon? Four. Four. Shout out Commander Taylor who probably sent me one of the earliest battle logs of anybody. He sent it to me last week when he won his auction on ROM and said, listen, I'm not getting the right number of shots. We looked through it, Bubba Joe, and by golly, he wasn't. You got ROM. All right? And we tested on your pylum. Yep. Let's very quickly take a look at the pylum, and, and we're going to wrap up with this because I've got very limited time left. The pylum firing pattern. In the first round, Bubba Joe, you got two shots. What did you get in your battle log? Uh, I got uh, three. That's correct. Is that that was expected? Correct. That was expected. Yes. All right. Uh, weapon number two was also two shots. What did we get in the battle log? Three. And weapon three, in the case of the Kelvin, which we just did, the disruptor cannon, it has a base value of three. And what was the number of shots you got? Was it five? Four. Battery died. It was indeed four. <laughs> it was indeed four. Sorry. Sorry for the moment of anticipation. I was there. having trouble with Discord, so I just figured that was what you were having trouble with. <laughs> so round one resulted in three, six, and four. Ten shots. We expected 11, Bubba Joe. We got ten. Yep. Now, just in the off chance, let's use the pylum very quickly here. And, and why? Because, Ripper, you stated that this was, in your opinion, intentional with this particular ability, correct? I have a feeling that it may be, may have been intentional, yes. Are there other instances? Can I, can I confirm this? Can I be confident that that is actually the case? No, of course not. No, we cannot. I'm not, I'm not in their head. I have not talked with them about it. You know, the person that implemented this? I have not seen the code. I've not seen the commit messages that added this, so I cannot say for certain. But I, there, there are arguments to be made on why this could have been intentional. Are there examples in the game where 0.5 would round up, Rip? Yes. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. All right. In this case, it was, in our opinion, specifically intended to do this because Bubba Joe what would happen to your same pylum if you promoted ROM to tier 2 let's look at tier 2 tier 2 is a 70% increase in shots now not 50 but 70% alright so Bubba Joe if we do the exact same exact same thing here you got 70% boost now to two shots what is that going to be uh, 70% boost is 1.4, which gives you just one extra shot. So wait, it's the same three? Yep. Hmm. Okay. Uh, what about on three shots? 
Oh, well, on three shots, it goes to uh, 70% is 2.1, which takes it to 5.1. Oh, so you do actually get a fifth shot in the first round at a tier two ROM. Yes. Because the first two weapons are going to be the same. The third weapon goes up by one. If we had rounded 4.5 up to five in round one, what would have been the difference between tier one and tier two of this officer? Nothing. <laughs> well, this is why I think it's intentional. They had to give you an incentive for tearing it up, Bubba Joe. If there's no incentive to tear it up, then why would you? I mean, if the Agreed. value of tier one and tier two are exactly the same to you as a player, why do it? Unless you can take it all the way to tier three, I suppose. Because at tier three, then, obviously it will make a difference, Bubba Joe. Let's check it out. Tier three, 90% now. Two times 1.9. How many shots are we going to get? Is it still going to be three? 1.9? No, it's going to be... 3.8, which will round where, yes. Jesse? Can we get a, Can we get this one right? 3.8? Yeah, where's it going to round? It goes, it goes to four. Goes to four. So we got a one-shot benefit on those first two weapons, Bubba Joe. And then uh, three times 1.9 is going to take you to 5.7, Bubba Joe. What's going to happen to the third weapon? Uh, it should go to six. Should go to six. So tier three is very, very important. For example, on a pylum, you can't have a tier two do absolutely nothing. That's why I believe it was intended. Now, there's other theories, other reasons. Ripper's got mathematical coding reasons why it could be or could not be. But... That one's mine. It's pretty simple, plain and simple, Bubba Joe. This is a, an officer that carries value. They want people to invest in him. And if there's no tangible benefit to upgrading him, then why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's kind of my opinion on it. Personally, this allowed the, the tier bonuses to be lower. Bubba Joe, they could have increased the tier bonuses, but then he would be even more powerful. This particular method of rounding allowed them to keep this officer uh his tier based abilities relatively conservative but that's it it will round to the evens if you land on a point five when you're calculating the weapon shots on this officer ripper anything to add on that before we move to our next topic i, I just want to add scopely or digit is very capable of writing a function that does rounding away from zero just want to clarify this they are not stupid and cannot do that Absolutely, they can. They do it in a lot of places already in the game. All right, it it's exists. Just, it was someone decided this. This is the way to go for this one. Do we know the reason why? No. Will we ever? Unlikely. But you know, it is what it is. I agree with that. I've just, I've just got my gut feeling. Bubba, anything else on Rom? I, I, we spent too much nope. time on the other side of it. We spent way too much time on Rob. Let's All right. Um, very quickly, let's do a Dabo check. Uh, very quickly, I am very pleased, Bubba Joe, with where we are falling. I have been keeping up with the Dabo bundles. And I can tell you, right here, right now, Bubba Joe, Scopely's probably probably going to hang on to their quote. They told us the same amount as they did last month. Last month, the number was 10200 and this month, that means that the the number should be what? 102,000. All right. Well, I can tell you, folks, complete free-to-play. 
complete free-to-play and Bubba Joe, as I have always done, because I believe that it's fair, I have included a top 25 finish in ALBs. I also, I went one step further this month, Bubba Joe. One step further. I included a top 300 finish in the very first cross-server leaderboard. I did not do it in the second cross-server leaderboard because it only went to 150th place, Bubba Joe. All right, but no, three... I think, that's, I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. 300th in the first one where the brackets were pretty tight, 300 should have been a decent gimme. But when they when they ramped the second one to top 150, Bubba Joe, I did not include that because 150 was not a gimme. All right, 150 was not a gimme in the second cross-server leaderboard. So I've got only one ALB, which was best in the business, Armada Damage, which is crazy when I go back and think about it, Bubba Joe. We've only had one ALB that paid Davos. There's only been one other ALB altogether, and it was the St. Paddy's Day ALB. Very ALB light this month in, in hindsight. But you got 2,000 from Best in the Business, which just ended today. And I gave you 3,000 from the cross-server leaderboard where 300th place paid out 3,000 Davos. So you got 5,000, Bubba Joe, from the leaderboards. All right. In the free track of the Battle Pass, there was only 2,000. There was only, get this, Bubba Joe, last month there was a lot more in the paid track because of ticketed events. This right. month... There has only been 4,000 Dabo tokens that you could actually pay for this month, Bubba Joe, outside of a pack. There's 4,000 in the elite track of the Battle Pass. That's it. Not a single other paid entry event has given Dabo tokens. All right, so well, that 4,000 was kind of easy to discount. Unless yeah, you're counting uh, solo leaderboards, of course. Right, exactly. That 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 are a kind of we've kind of sent it a spenders thing. But yeah, no, I agree. That's been this is not a uh, this has not been like last month where there was a d vast distinction between paid and unpaid. That's right. I mean, guys, if you bought a battle pass, you got four thousand more loot. In my free to play calculations, I have not calculated that, Bubba Joe, because we are doing this free to play. So so far on the calendar. Here's what I got, Bubba Joe. I got 5,000 in the in the top spot or the uh, bottom spots of the ALBs where I felt appropriate. And I got 92,000 so far in solo milestones. That's a total of 97,000. All right. And I do believe, hey, listen, Jesse, how many events have not been on the calendar this month? been a handful, hasn't there? Uh, yeah, there's been quite a few. As a matter of fact, today, right here and now, we've got an event. Away on Business was not in the calendar. You know what else was not on the calendar, Bubba Joe? Yesterday's door-to-door -door SMS, not on the calendar. The event before that, Disappearing Act, on March 18th, not on the calendar. Let's see, what else was there? Ah, yes. Away on Business on March 15th not on the calendar. There's been a lot of events kind of pop in and surprises, which is why, Bubba, we were worried at the beginning of the month about the number of Dabos. Well, they've actually... They've actually done all right this month. We are currently sitting you, you at 97,000, Rip. Go ahead. You know what that means? We got more 
Oh, we rewards did. This month. Oh, we did. We got more rewards by a long shot. Bubba Joe, let's because, talk because about it. Because the ticket events were just, you know, no double tokens, just plain resources and materials. Uh-huh. Anybody? Even, even those were Shout out Simpy. Good. Shout out the Batman who were waiting for a month like this. All right, they wanted resource and materials. Well, by golly, this was the month for it, wasn't it, Ripper? Ooh. I mean, mine were very good. Mine I know that some people might have a different opinion, and that's fine. Um, mine was very good. Mine was also very good. So, uh, 27 total ticketed events, of which 90 were given for free, and some players may have picked up on an extra one or two here or there. All right, but 90 intentionally given out, and uh, 27 total. Very good for resources and materials. Further, we had the St. Paddy's Day event store, which ultimately, Bubba Joe, looked really small at first, actually ended up being okay. All right, free to play ended up with 15, 30, 37,500 St. Paddy's Day tokens. And that did not include the, uh, include the uh, ALB folks. All right, although it should have because uh, that's what I always do, Bubba Joe. 50th place in the ALB paid 3,000. So I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to come back and do it. 50, 30, 37, 50, 40,500 St. Paddy's Day tokens. Plus, gift chest, Bubba Joe, that included five Quark, five ROM, 1,600 Ultra tokens, and a loyalty badge, which, you know, whatever on that. But 1,600 Ultras and 10 Epic Shards in a gift chest. People didn't even have to earn it. That's, that's stout for a two-day event. All right? There was Syndicate XP in there. Uh, people went in, and uh, some people might have bought Tetrions with it. Aerox shards were in there. I mean, Eric shards were three thousand, Bubba Joe, at forty thousand five hundred loot. What is that? What's that end up being? Thirteen rare shards for doing a little mining and a hostile hunt. Now, granted, the contribution event that was a pain in the butt. <laughs> that one was a pain in the butt. But St. Patty's Day did not end up being shabby at all. No, I got I got the frame. He got the frame, everybody. Ripper got his frame. How about this throw-in, Bubba Joe? Syndicate Advancement, which happened during the St. Paddy's Day event, awarded 10 Cath Shards and 200 Rare Directives. Oh, what? Rare Directives? <laughs> Bubba Joe, we have never, ever, ever, well, no, I can't say ever, 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 but it is extremely rare that rare directives come in SMS rewards. Extremely rare for free-to-play. Agreed. That was a very nice little surprise there. Did throw some people off. Was it easy, says the looter? Yes, I believe that it was. All right. Uh, that said, if you had blown all of your loot early, it could have been more challenging. All right. Mathematically, Bubba Joe, it actually was pretty beautiful. That Ripper, you and I investigated this. The milestones needed, Bubba Joe, were actually scaled to your syndicate level. So no matter what level your your syndicate was, here's what it was designed to do: two daily refines and two of the St. Patty's Day store refines. Well, yep. Bubba Joe, I am I'm being a hypocrite. I don't like spending rewards just to play in another event. That's true. That is true. All right. I wasn't going to mention that. 
Uh, that's no, that's okay. I, I wanted to, to bring it up because I don't, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. You know why I might have been okay with this one, Bubba Joe? Because it, it, first of all, I did get that reward, right? I got the syndicate. So I got that. It's not like I had to spend it for nothing. I got that reward. But then we're talking two days worth of SMSs was enough to get me a bunch of syndicate 10 epic shards, 1,600 loyalty tokens, 10 rare cath shards, and 200 rare directives. All because I spent two, I spent 15,000 of my 40,000, Bubba Joe, on Syndicate XP. Mm -hmm. The value was there. I mean, if it was like the Borg event where you got to spend a directive, you know, for... You know, you got to spend 10 directives just to get one Mega Cube pass. Like, you're basically putting directives into a bank and not getting anything out of it. This was a little bit, this is a little different. This one paid massive. This one paid huge. 10 Cath Shards. That might have been enough, Bubba Joe, for players to get him unlocked for you to play this month. 10 Shards was a huge shot in the arm. It was a third of the Shards needed to get him unlocked. What, Karkin? Sorry, her. Oh, her. her. Sorry, her. Kath yes. is a female. That's right. Yes, she is a she. Sorry. Kath is, Kath is a she. Um, so regarding these events, not too awful, not really. I, I'll, I'll leave you with this, Bubba Joe. As of now, all right, do you guys remember what I told you the number of events were in January? Bubba Joe, it was a big number. Do you remember what I told you the number of events in January? Overall. I I do not. 91. Do you remember February? February. We got grumpy about like this. 50-something or 40-something? Well, uh, it was originally 44, but they also brought in some multi-part events, like Quark's Cargo was a multi-part event, and I did break them out. If it had an event card, I broke it out. Bubba Joe, we ended up at 56. And would you care to see where we are so far? In the, so far, and I have reason to believe, Jesse, that there may still potentially be an SMS or two dabbled in. Why would I think that, Bubba Joe? Because well, you have inside information? Well, no. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> not, on this, not on this one, all right? We are at <laughs> okay. 90. We are at 90 so far, all right? But there's two reasons that I think we might still have something else. First of all, March 24th is a black hole. There's nothing on the calendar for tomorrow. Zilch. Zero. Secondly, Bubba Joe, we're only at 97,000 free-to-play loot. Technically, they need 5,000 more to, to hit their goal. Now, by the way, if they do one more SMS, Bubba Joe, and it's 4,000 and they end up doing 101 instead of 102, I personally am not going to fuss. 100,000 was the number. Just like 10,000 was the number last month. All right? So if they, if they do one more SMS and we get to 101,000, I, I will give them a pass on that. They could potentially load two more SMSs, maybe. All right? But even if they did one more. So that's my second reason to believe that there could still be an extra event. All right? We're short just by one event, Bubba Joe, on Dabos. Plus, there's nothing on the calendar for tomorrow. So maybe, listen, tomorrow may come and nothing happens. That is possible, but I did have a conversation just this morning, and uh, 
told them of my findings on the calendar, Bubba Joe, and the number of Dabos, and he just sent me back a smiley face. I believe he might be taking, uh, he might be keeping an eye on it as well. Which means that, folks, community, uh, Ripper's right. This month, dare I say it, Rip, dare I say it, I think this month I mean, has paid out better than November. Personally, you know, my <laughs> Tritanium ticketed event is over three times as much Tritanium <laughs> than it was in November. So, you know, I am well past November. Well, I am well past November as well. I mean, you take the 27 ticketed events plus the 100,000 Dabos, plus there's been other events that have paid. the You know, maybe not resources and materials, Bubba Joe, but officer shards, right? Um, we The St. Paddy's Day event store, okay? There's been a lot of officer shards here. Lots. So I am, I think I got to be satisfied. I mean, obviously we're going to hold them to the fire, Bubba Joe, on these last four or 5,000, but dang on. Really, really nice with the Dabo. All right. So just wanted to give you guys a quick check there. That's where you are. As of this moment, I I see 97,000 free-to-play loot. All right. I expect there's going to be one more SMS, I would hope, that will present. Okay. Uh, lastly, we've got no time, Bubba Joe, but let's very briefly get into the, this treasury mechanic. I Maybe we should delay it, Ripper, because I'm going to offer an opinion it's probably going to trigger a few people, uh, and, then gonna, what? and then I'm going to leave. Uh, so so uh, I, don't, I don't know if I want people to be mad at me for three days, Bubba Joe, but I, I kind of need to have a little bit of a, of a, of a sit down and, and have, a, have a, a, a father-son talk with some people right now, Bubba Joe. May I? Is, is that okay? Sure. Absolutely. Do All it. Right. Do Folks, we have some good mood music? Uh no, I don't think I no because oh. it's not it's not like a sad conversation. It's like it's like a buck up, okay. It's oh, like okay. a it's like a get your chin out of the ground, realize what's going on around you guys. All right, folks. The treasury mechanic was presented on day one of this arc as a hybrid model. If you go back to my video, I told you the lockbox. Well, I didn't say the words lockbox. Bubba Joe, but I said there would be a free-to-play benefit of this building and there would be a paid portion to this building. All right? Players, when, when they saw the lockbox, just seemed to completely forget about the free-to-play benefits of this building. Folks, you need to recognize the entire feature for what it is. The free-to-play got their benefits. You still have your benefits. You will continue to have your benefits. You will continue to grow and advance those benefits. All right? Is mining speed a game-breaking thing, Bubba Joe? Mm. No. No. But every little bit helps. Nickels and dimes, right, Bubba Joe? Really starting to hate that phrase. (laughs) Nickels and dimes. Here's here listen, the mining speed is not even is not even the, the, the biggest thing for me, Bubba Joe. No, you know what it is? It's not. What's the biggest thing for you? Extra cargo. B- uh, Ripper, what's the biggest thing out of the building for you? The free to play benefits. Nothing. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Jesse? What? what do you want me to say? I, I don't know. I don't I don't do mining, so I don't I don't care about mining speed. 
I, I don't do mining, so I don't care about protected cargo, and I don't raid, so I don't care about cargo capacity. You don't hit Borg? You hit Borg, I, don't you? I, I do, but, you know, what I... What about Stella? I don't... Yeah, I don't... I, it doesn't doesn't bother me at all. Crazy chick. I, I don't, I, the cargo capacity for those things doesn't bother me. Okay, fair enough. Crazy chicken, do you find value in the free-to-play mechanic of the treasury? I do, and I tell everybody who asks me about it. I mean, guys... There are free-to-play mechanics here. And granted, even though we couldn't speak the words lockbox to you on day one of this arc, we all told you there was going to be a paid piece of this feature. I also told you, you should probably not be dissatisfied, even if you're free-to-play. Because it was a hybrid introduction, Bubba Joe. The thing that I sit on this stage and scream about in a month where the new feature is 100% paywalled, is what, Bubba Joe? Inaccessibility to the free-to-play. Inaccessibility. Completely removing the free-to-play community from the excitement of the feature of that arc. I rail on it every single time they do it. I railed on it with the amalgam. I railed on it with, with uh, cloaking. This was not that. This was a free-to-play introduction in month one. A transparent path, albeit long, but a transparent, visible, 100% mathematically laid out box or path to free primes. Grindable primes, Bubba Joe. It's a long road, but you know, it is a road. Interestingly enough. It is a long road. Go ahead, Bubba. I just took mine to 40 today, and I got prime particles. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Wait, don't you already have all of them? Yeah. I do. That's not supposed to happen. It's not supposed to happen, but, you know, whatever. Is what it is. We we roll with it. Oh, see, I thought maybe that was the implication that there were going to be more primes coming out. Oh, no. It's specifically intended to not give them to you if the three primes are done. But, you know, whatever. All right? Whoops. So, So you've got these free-to-play benefits. And, and I got to be honest with you, community, I'm a little bit disappointed at your blinders. For those of you just railing on the, on the paid piece of this, open your eyeballs and look at what you got. For those who are free-to-play and not at all interested in the lockbox, that's cool. That's so cool, man. Bubba Joe, is there an event going on? Is there is there an officer locked behind uh, buying this key? Like, is nope. there is there any reason players would be forced to open the lockbox? No, there's no reason. Mm-mm. And can, and can if I'm look, go ahead, chicken. Go ahead. Can say, can I say my my thoughts on this on the lockbox versus the treasury for anybody who's having you know a hard time hearing what dj's saying because they you know might think that he he pays a lot of money he spends a lot of money he buys a lot of packs listen to me guys i'm a battle pass player that's all i buy is the battle pass i have splurged once and bought a spare ship i bought a meridian when it first came out that's me this is truck and chick here i don't have a problem with the lockbox in any way shape or form for a couple of reasons one, I look at it like it's another pack. Those people who want to spend money on packs are more than welcome 
to spend money on the pack in the lockbox and get the extra gravy that Scopely is dishing up with this feature. I love the free-to-play access I have to the treasury and its benefits. As a small spender, the benefits that I get to my cargoes is amazing and it is very valuable to me. Furthermore, if you're complaining about how much the de-sealing rod costs, get over it. A pack is a hundred bucks, guys. We're not asking people to pay 200 bucks for a de-sealing rod. If I look at what's in my vault right now in my lockbox, holy cow, that is worth a hundred dollars if I was interested in investing a hundred dollars in those resources. Look at it like it's just another way for pay to progress players to purchase a little side of gravy to go on top of the packs that they're buying already. But check. Yes, dear. Jeez. How silly. I mean, all this is going to do is give the spenders more stuff and further divide the the economy so that the free-to-play are just going to always be stepped on in the throat by the spenders. I'm not stepped on the throat. You know why? I have shields. I protect the goodies that I have inside my base. And I don't have a problem with people spending money on this game because it prevents me from getting advertising in the game. (laughs) It prevents me from getting a lot of worse things that could happen if there weren't any payers. So what? If there wasn't a lockbox, guess what? Scopely would find a way to package these goodies up into a pack for a hundred bucks. So it's just another pack. I don't see the official Discord or any Discord blowing up all the time because there's $100 packs available, because there's Epic Station packs available, because there's Epic Armada packs available. Why are we throwing a tissy fit because there's a lockbox pack available? Oh, wait, I know. They make us do the work and then pay to open up the lockbox. Oh, they're forcing me to make to do the work. Guess what? <laughs> I'm doing it anyways. You're I'm doing getting it my loyalty anyway. tokens yep. every day anyway. And and I said this, Bubba Joe, did I not? That there would be, I said it in the video, it was going to yep. be very synergistic Drink! with what you're doing already in the game. You were not going to have to do extra effort. As a matter of fact, the only people who decided it was worth the extra effort of the people who ground out 700 hostels yesterday. <laughs> Which I, I did. I didn't. I only did 500 <laughs> yesterday. Not me. I, I also didn't only... do 700 because why? Why? It's, right, Ripper? I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I have seven days. I don't have to do it on day one. That's exactly what I said. I don't gain anything from doing it on day one. Oh, nothing at all. No, so, you gain nothing. All right. So yeah, I did. You get rid of that icon on your screen. Exactly. You get rid of that icon on your screen. Get out of here. Listen, (sighs) listen. It's it's on the same spot as the help icon. As a matter of fact, yeah, mine disappears if I've got a help. So you know, whatever the helps, you know, are there. Listen, because I got to get ready to wrap up. This is just as Chick said. It's just another pack, guys. It, It just maybe has a different color lipstick on, but it's just a pack. Further, Chick. To, to the the assertions that I've responded to in PM about it furthering the divide, further uh, rewarding the whales for spending and, and stepping on... No, guys, listen. Bubba Joe, 
Can you go into the pack store right now and are you are you limited to one on, on like the number of only how much money you can spend? I mean, could, could you go in there and buy 20 packs if you wanted to? I can. You, wait, you can? You could go in and drop $2,000 right now. I bet he could turn around and drop 5000 if he wanted to. I think there's a daily right spending limit with actually Apple. on PC. I think you also have a shopping cart, actually. <laughs> so you can add multiple <laughs> packs and check out. All right. I think so, guys. I saw some people mention that. I, I, I like it in the chat. K twenty one. The sky is the limit. All right. Now here is here is my position on this to somebody who says that it's just giving more to the spenders. Bubba Joe, there has to be value for the spenders for the spenders to spend. All right. That said, yep. I. You know, Bubba Joe, you said at the beginning that you were worried about me drawing comparison to Battle Pass 2.0. And if it were a $5 de-sealing rod, obviously that's a fair assumption to make, okay? This pack, after it was modified for most players, listen, Ripper and I still believe that there's... Me personally, I still believe that there's a few players... Very small band yes. where where it's still not right, but we are. I am oh. still working on it. All right, but uh, because well, there well, are they are they are also looking at it because they did realize they have mm-hmm. there has been a targeting issue, so they will probably one engineer will probably closely look at the code that is responsible for that. Yeah, and hopefully you know irons out all the. There's there's a, the a very related. small handful of players right now that I think are not seeing this percentage boost, Bubba Joe. And if you are one, then please just just hang tight, all right? Just hang in there, and, and we'll try to get it done for the next run. But most people, Bubba Joe, are seeing values anywhere between 140 to 150%. Yep. I mean, it, it, it's which it's Which compensates for the whatever the task is that they're asking you to do. Like, I've heard some people say, well, I hit the 700 hostels. I should just get that reward. My response to those people are like, are you insane? <laughs> like, Honestly, that was... We've never, like, we've I'm, never I'm had sorry. an event that awarded something like that for mm-hmm. just hitting 700 hostels. I, like, yeah. I talked about it earlier somewhere. I said, did, did you really expect these kind of rewards for this minuscule amount of grinding? Like, yeah. honestly, I'm sorry. What, 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 like, how? What? How do you okay. go into well, this, that with this that is, expectation? This I'm is why. sorry if I'm going to offend offend people, you, but you know, you got I, it. I, I call you an idiot. This is the come to Jesus moment, folks. Okay, right here. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Sit down. Check your expectations. Check your entitlement. And recognize it for what it is. It is just another pay pack. Further, Bubba Joe. It in one world. All right, maybe not in reality, but I can see a world, Bubba Joe, where this also narrows the divide between spenders and free-to-play. That's insane, DJ. It's still going to cost $100 that I don't have. But Bubba, for someone like me, for someone like me who might only spend $100 or $200 a month, okay, I am less likely to impulse buy on something in the store because I know this is coming. And this is limit one. Mm-hmm. Limit one. Folks, this does have a possibility of encouraging, just like the monthly pack, Bubba Joe, just like the ticket packs, 
This has the possibility of funneling some of the Dolphin spenders into just this lockbox. All right. Now, Divine said it's never going to tempt a free-to-play to to spend. (laughs) I don't know. The free-to-play are bitching pretty loud right now. So I think it's all going to depend on the value. Of course I don't think I am certain. I am 100% confident a $100 pack is never going to tempt a free-to-play. I think that price point is far too far. Well, Bubba Joe, there was a targeting in place here. There's targeting. Hang on. Okay. A free-to-play, a true free-to-play is not going to see a $100 rod, are they, Ripper? Let's ask Dekix what he saw as an Ops 46. You guys want proof that he's a free-to-play? His de-sealing rod's five bucks. There's your proof. Okay? Further, Bubba Joe, if you do spend a little bit, does it have to be on this treasury? I mean, after all, they did say spending on the treasury will level you up in value. Hogwash. What is it, Ripper? What is the hidden mechanic here? Bubba Joe, do you see it? You spend, You're and then you get, to the higher va- you, you get to the higher value, and then you get the more expensive rod, basically. Yeah! Okay. That's it. So, so, so here's the so, thing, though. Like I've seen, I've seen the the lockbox content with the five dollar de-sealing rod, and I think that value is incredibly off. It's terrible. W- what's in there is not gonna get people to spend five bucks for. Agreed. It. It's you awful. have to make it. You have to make it better and exclude that from probably. No, that that's not gonna what they're gonna do. But you know what they, they, they need to they do. Have to be they need to do to an introductory offer. Yeah, they need to do like a fifty dollar value, like half of our pack. You know what I'm saying? Half yeah, of our pack maybe, right now. Maybe that's a bit much, but you know, like twenty five percent or something like that. Maybe. Sure, there needs to be an introductory um, offer. All right. First taste is free. First taste is always free. <laughs> but but here's the point. This this faux mechanic of of unlocking the lockbox will get you a better lockbox next time. No, folks, it's just spend, okay? So if you do, if you look at Bubba Joe's pack or you look at Crazy Chicken's pack or you look at my pack and you're like, oh, that's good. I want to do that. Well, then don't buy it on the $5 key. You guys do not remember having to go through the $5, $20 packs to be able to actually upgrade and actually see the $100 packs? Yeah. Actually, you had to before you could even buy a prime officer, you had to buy a couple other at least that were worth 20 bucks. You're right. Before you could even see prime. Dragon Keeper says, I've spent a ton and my packs aren't very good. You are on server 52. What's your ops? Server 52, ops 44. See, I feel like I feel like you're on my list, Dragon Keeper. Yeah, you know, do, right. do you know that you, I've sent you the list? Yeah, right? Dragon I Keeper, you're, you're on my list. So, so, uh, what server is your level 40 on? Because I, I bet I see what's happening here. 34. Yes. That makes sense. So, Dragon Keeper, just keep your fingers crossed, okay? I'm working on this. But your, your level, uh, your server 52 account, in my opinion, it's not been validated by Scopely, but, but they are looking. In my opinion, you're borked, okay? You didn't get the right offer. So, I do believe that uh, there was still an issue here, and and I and Ripper are working very diligently to make sure that it's right for the next run. But Scopely, so uh, far, yeah, it, 
has it not even be, acknowledged it yet. It actually ended up being quite a late night yesterday. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a lot to do here. And and Ripper, to your credit, the the targeting on this was extremely complicated. And and guys, you do if you ever doubt what Ripper does for you, Bubba Joe ops fifty through fi- uh, sixty, fifty one through sixty, who got their lockbox adjusted one hundred percent because of this kid. Scopely did not acknowledge there was a problem. He forced it down their throats. All right. They made the change, although not as wide as I would have hoped. But, but Bubba, they, they took care of 51 through 60. They still are, are struggling to see the, the rest of the problem. But, but we're, we're still working on that. But at least it got fixed. And, guys, 150% value you know, is about what you can look forward to. All right. So, Dragon Keeper, yours isn't good this time. Next time, hopefully, so, yeah. you should see a similar style of value. And the, the intention uh, was for this to be higher value than regular packs for the same price. Hey, what did that I tell you, Bubba Joe? That's how this was presented to us. Clearly, something failed at certain points in for certain levels on certain servers for reasons. Yeah, and, I, I said so, more re- more return for the same dollar spent. That's what I said. That's what I've said all month. Bubba, let's wrap up. What do you got, buddy? So making it making a uh, scaling a hundred dollar pack is very easy. We have lots of hundred dollar packs for them to scale from. One of the things that intrigued me about this lockbox is that from month to month it might be a different level of effort. And so, it, mm-hmm. from what I'm hearing now, is that because I'm a spender, it's always going to be a hundred dollars. I kind of like the idea of a couple of months of it being a I don't think five that or twenty dollar pack. I don't okay. I don't okay. think that's the case, folks. Now I could be wrong. They have not shared a long-term plan. But Ripper, they have said, uh, without quoting, because I don't remember the exact verbiage, Bubba Joe, but they have said that there is a schedule in place and it will not always present in the exact same way, Bubba Joe. There are many, many versions of this to come. It's very possible, Bubba Joe, that next month we all look at this and we we cry foul because it's a $19 desealing rod and we don't find value there. All right. But maybe the free to play would. Well, you know? uh, that's the thing. I think that the free to play is going to be looking at cheaper, uh, d- but they need to, like you said, it has to have more value. Like it I does. saw that pack there. And and let's not forget value. the one thing and, and real quick. And I, I don't mean to run uh, to cut you off, Bubba, but I, I've, this I've got, to, oh, we never took our second break. And for more, <laughs> We never took the second break. Okay, well, I'll just no, we'll, have to, no, we'll have to skip that and we'll come back. Listen, um, uh, we'll have to do that, do that another time, Bubba Joe, I guess, on the next show. But listen, it's not always going to be a $100 pack. And let's not forget what happened like eight days ago, Bubba Joe. It was actually supposed to launch with an introductory $5 pack. All right. This schedule has been predetermined. It's like a rotation table, Bubba Joe. They can go in and change stuff, right? But this was actually the second run that introduced at $100. It was going to be it was going to be cheaper for the inaugural run, Bubba Joe, but it failed. But in the system, the event had occurred. And it was easier to to not go in and rewrite all that stuff as it was to just let the schedule run. So do be aware, folks, there will be varying values in these lockboxes. And what you get next time will not be what you got this time. Your results may vary, says Captain Mark. 
Guys, please uh, visit our website, TalkingTrekSDFC.com. Bubba Joe, thank you very much. Soggy, I'm going to give you credit. I believe that you were 6.5% accurate. Actually, you were you were no. you were more accurate. You were actually, actually like like sixty percent accurate. You just can't no. communicate, so it's minus twenty. I said the exact same thing. Seven? I said. <laughs> you no, you I did not. I said the same thing. No, in the after show. no. Yes, you, I did. You just <laughs> you delivered I said the exact same thing. Let's just let's just bury that topic. <laughs> DJ, and move on. Oh. I know. I am late. Uh, guys, thank you so much for being here. Bubba Joe, appreciate your ripper. All the love in the world. Crazy Chicken, Snake Eyes, Karkin, Jesse, Stevens, Aaron, and Captain Mark. Thank you guys so very, very much for being here. Folks, I am going to go ahead and bounce. So I'm not going to read all the names from our Gold Patron program. And I know that's two weeks in a row, Bubba Joe. I'm getting lax. But I do want to say thank you so very, very much to those players. Thank you for visiting our website. Thank you for clicking on the button that says become a patron and donating a level of $5 or more per month to turn your name gold and support this show and the research involved in paying the bills and keeping us on the air here to entertain, inform, and educate you wonderful people, the community of Star Trek Fleet Command. Thank you so very, very much. My name is Ultimate DJs. Visit us online, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, to find our merchandise where you can support and support the show that way as well. Also, support by doing your normal, everyday Amazon shopping by clicking on that button as well. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person. Sam, meow for now. Love you a minute. See you on the next one. Bye.